Whoa, we're way off on the camera we're right there. Off but centered hey, here. Hang on a second. I'll fix that. You gotta fix this, huh? Yeah. The the the, the OCD is not. There's no way he would. There's no. There's For no. Sure. Sorry. For hang sure. on a second. Uh, well, that's fine. Uh, so we are at a new time, as you can tell. It's 5:30 p.m. Pacific time, more or less. Uh, and that comes with it, as James was talking about before we went live, uh, the fact that I totally got the time wrong when it came to how early I needed to leave due to traffic in Southern California. So a general fact of life in SoCal is that you have to take into account how long traffic's going to take. And uh, I haven't done the ride from my place to James's place at, you know, 4 o'clock in quite a while. So anyway, it took me longer than I expected. Next week, expect 5.30 p.m. right after uh, Best of Five ends. Um, the reason that we have moved the show to this time is that there's a new show from Capcom uh, called Capcom Connect, which is going to be at 8 p.m. Pacific time. That's right. Um, so we, you know, we had already talked in the past about moving our show to an earlier time. Mm -hmm. We didn't mm -hmm. want to conflict with Marvel Lives, which, ha which happened at this time, more or less, for, for quite some time. They have now moved to only podcast form. Right. Uh, I highly suggest that you subscribe to that. They do a really good job. But uh, they're not live on Twitch anymore. So... Now we can be at this time, and it's fine. Mm -hmm. so, anyway. Yep. Uh, so That's the news when it comes to that. Yep, and so basically get used to us being earlier on, uh, right after the best of five shows. Of course, really glad that uh, everybody you know, came from there is tuning in over here as well, and you know, yeah. we'll support the Capcom Connect afterwards for as sure, well. So. For sure, for uh, sure. And so along with us being at a new time, comes with a little bit of a different format. Um, and in part, that's because of the shows that we're kind of sandwiched in between now. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to have less time spent on individual tournament placings and results. Right. Right. That's something that we've, you know, you and I both like talking about that. We mm -hmm. want to sort of give voice to the players who are doing well in the community. Um, but Best of Five already does an awesome job at that. Right. Uh, they have really fantastic uh, recaps where they actually take the time to put the results on screen. They actually have <laughs> right. slides that they They make. have a stream producer. <laughs> they actually do a good job. They actually uh, have somebody who's who's there who can actually yeah, do that. Basically, Ace King Offsuit makes those, and then uh, Elon, the guy who does who runs yeah, the stream, yeah, yeah. is everyone. Yeah, so mm -hmm. anyway, check them, th them out if that's what you are looking for. Uh, we're still going to talk about tournaments, but more in the sense of like, what were your favorite moments? You know, what yeah, were some cool I mean, things that happened? We're definitely like, going to talk about some of the results as well. well so, for sure, yeah, for yeah, sure. Because... It's just we're not going to go through each and everything anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and since we're going to be right before Capcom's show, uh, which we assume will be to discuss <laughs> Street Fighter V and the like, like uh -huh, I don't, uh -huh. you know, we'll see. They haven't exactly said. Uh, we're not going to get into quite as much nitty-gritty when it comes to some of the individual news items. But again, we'll still talk about that stuff, mm -hmm. just maybe not in quite the same detail, but more in the sense of discussions and, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, obviously, look, we're going to start off, of course, with uh, a topic that isn't the best news. And in fact, it's, yeah. uh, it's a pretty uh, frustrating situation, I guess, for a lot of uh, the FGC. Uh, just a lot of people talking about this. And that was just that, uh, of course, uh, for anyone who's been paying attention at all to social media and such. Uh, recently, some allegations about infiltration yeah. have come out um, uh, on domestic abuse. He yeah. was married for a while. We've talked about that many times, how you know he had stopped playing for a while. He got married. And then uh, apparently they got divorced just like about a year later. And then uh, just recently it came out now that um, there are allegations of domestic yeah. abuse. And that was probably the reason why the divorce happened so quickly. 
Right. Right. And uh, it's interesting because uh, um, Infiltrations X has a Twitter, right? And she really hasn't tweeted much about it except for one time, which was just basically about a civil court case and now working on compensation kind of thing. And there's no really reference to that. But this all just came from an anonymous post yeah. uh, on Reddit basically talking about all the allegations of transcripts. Apparently, uh, Infiltrations X recorded right. um, you know, a period of time when he was uh, physically yeah, violent on, with her. Uh, allegedly, on numerous occasions. Right. Uh -huh. And she recorded one session. And, and in Korean court, you're not allowed to submit audio evidence. You know, it's so. every, every court system has its weird things like that. There are some things that U.S. courts don't accept either. Uh, audio is not one of them, of course, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that's not. That sounds weirder than I think it actually is. It just means that you have to transcribe. Right, yeah, yeah. So, uh -huh. you know, there are alleged transcripts of uh, what occurred, and, you know, those are harrowing. I mean, I don't know that anybody wants to read them if you haven't yet. They're, right. they're you know, horrible. Right. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. Sadistic. And um, so. And, and so, and anyway, yeah, you're. Continue, you're doing a good job. No, 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 no. Uh, so basically, you know, at this situation here, there's a lot of uh, kind of, I guess, evidence pointing towards um, these allegations being true. For one thing, you know, if, if what the information that we're getting from this anonymous user is correct. Like, domestic abuse in Korea is an interesting situation because there's also this defamation problem. Like, e like bringing this up is already a crime. Yeah, because it's so uh, defamation of character, right? Defamation in Korea works differently than it does in many other countries where truth is an absolute defense. So if somebody uh, says that you have defamed them, as long as what you said was true, you cannot be found to have defamed. That's just an absolute mm -hmm. defense. If it's true, no defamation. But, uh, at least in the US, uh, similar for other countries too. Uh -huh. uh, in Korea, it works very differently, where the issue is not so much truth, it's the damage that's done. Okay, okay. Uh, so if you have uh, sort of damaged somebody in some significant way, the reputation, uh, then that can be grounds for defamation. Mm -hmm. And the penalties can be worse, they can be criminal rather than just civil, that is to say you can go to jail instead of just being fined. Um, so it's, it works quite differently than in uh, many other countries. One of the results of that is that people who have uh, power can much more easily shut down mm -hmm. criticism. And one, one way that that manifests is that people who have committed uh, domestic violence and other sort of sexual violence, right. uh, even if the person who sort of uh, d talks about what they did is telling the truth, still it's there can still, be a defamation right. lawsuit. So, there is actually a consideration um, in the Korean government to change that law. There's mm -hmm. a, a bill that's being introduced. So I don't know that that'll last forever, but that is and has been the situation. Right. And so what we're getting a situation is here, if she's actually going through with these allegations and everything like that, she's putting herself at a huge amount of right. risk for this. But not only that, but domestic violence charges are very very well one rarely they come they rarely come to light because of these defamation sure. problems and two they hardly ever win right and according to the anonymous poster on reddit 
you know, she actually won the first trial, that they are charging him with domestic abuse, and now they're just trying to figure out the fines or the compensation or what to right. do to make up for it. Now, Well, in, in the U.S. and many other countries, something like domestic violence would be criminal. That is to say, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can go to jail for it. In Korea, it's civil, so it's the opposite, right? Um, <laughs> so you can get fined, and it's not... It's not typically the case that you can go to jail for it. So the so the outcome is very different than it would be in many mm -hmm. other countries. Right. So the situation right now is that, you know, according to the anonymous Reddit poster again, yeah. uh, that, you know, he has been charged, things are happening here. Panda Global, who is Infiltration Sponsor, is looking into it. They've said that they're going to look into it and act accordingly. Yeah. He was also, uh, he took himself out of the Tokyo Game Show tournament that he traveled to Japan for. Also, according to the poster, was um, he, he was supposed to go to court that weekend, but he chose to go to Tokyo Game Show and let his lawyers take care of everything yeah, over there. that was the allegation. Um, Panda Global's uh, CEO, Samurai Panda, said that uh, that was a mutual decision for him to not play in TGS. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't, it doesn't seem like it's the case that he just voluntarily took himself out, or at least according to, to that uh, statement, mm -hmm. that PG banned him from competing. Right. You know, so um, anyway, any, anything else in the summary? Well, uh, the, the only thing that I wanted to add uh, was... Um Shoot, I was going to say something, but go ahead. Just go ahead, and I'm sure it'll come up again once I get to it. So, you know, I want to preface it all by maintaining that these are allegations from yeah, our okay, perspective. Yeah, that's actually what I mean. um, <laughs> It may be that they're, that they're true, but as, as, the, as PG said in their statement, and lots of other people have, have mentioned, there is a barrier that many of us have to accessing verification for mm -hmm. this. And that is to say that... It's in the Korean legal system, which of course is in Korean, which uh, I don't speak and many of us don't mm -hmm, speak. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it, it also seems that there are uh, limitations in, to access information about mm -hmm. the Korean justice system, paywalls, uh, you know, browser plugins, mm -hmm, like things that you need to do mm -hmm. to, to get more information about stuff. So there are sort of like screenshots of some things. There are transcripts of some, some things that I don't think is enough for me to say definitively that you know it, it did or didn't right. happen. I just and I and I also want to take pains to say that I'm not saying it didn't happen. I just want to know for sure. Right. Exactly. Um, it, this it's a very serious thing. Again, that transcript is just disgusting. Um, mm -hmm. But so I want I want to make sure that it is real. So that needs to be at the front of it. Right. That needs mm -hmm. to, we need to preface <laughs> all the discussion with with that. And also another thing too is as I keep hinting at it's all coming from an anonymous reddit yeah. poster right so that's always a that's it's just it's, it hurts the credibility of the source sure. right you know coming out in that situation but then it also you know at the same time maybe the person doesn't want to reveal themselves or well, something clearly, like yeah. that you know so you know um we can't take these allegations lightly though that's uh, the absolutely thing. not that's and, the and thing. i think that on the balance from what i've heard and read it seems to me unlikely that it's totally made up Right. Right. Just from mm -hmm. what has been said so far, the fact that PG is taking it so seriously, mm -hmm. the fact that uh, Infiltration didn't play at TGS this past weekend. Like, and he, he, hasn't, hasn't, even had, he hasn't had a public statement, He hasn't right? discussed yeah. it. Uh -huh. Right. So it, all that stuff sort of makes me think that it's, it's credible. I just want to take pains to point out that I don't know that for sure. Right. Now, 
a couple of things that are uh, that to, you know to add on to that. I've seen a lot of people already talk about that. Oh, I've met Infiltration in person. He seems really nice. He seems really friendly. And, it, and you know, is. he is. He's a funny guy and whatever, sure. blah, blah, blah. But that does not mean that he's incapable of Absolutely. such kind of thing. I mean, look, the news just came out today, right? Bill Cosby has been sentenced to three to ten years in prison, right, for drugging women and basically, you know, you know, basically raping them, Indeed. right? And um, he's... The, the creator of like one of the greatest TV shows of all time, one of the most yeah. wholesome shows, yeah. etc. He seems like the nicest guy, etc., yeah. etc. Et you can't go on that. You can't go based on that information. You can't yeah. go based off of your own personal experiences with someone or right. how they appear on stream. Right. Everybody has dark sides, right. you know. And you know, just because he seems nice and everything like that's not qualification to say, hey. He's not capable of doing something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, that is another thing, too. Is we don't want to fall into that trap again where the, the woman comes out and says, this happens, and everybody's like, oh, but he's a nice guy. I can't. Po what did she do to you? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what did she? Maybe she provoked it. Like, mm -hmm. we don't want to go down that route. Absolutely we you know, we want to make sure that we give absolute credence and credibility to the claims here because that's just been a problem for years and years. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and the the stats are that women very, very, very rarely lie about sexual mm -mm. Uh, assault. You know, so um, and anyway, that's that's not, sort of not only that, but they never come out. They never talk about oh, it right, because it's so hard for them to have people believe them. You know what I mean? They, there's always just My, you know every time they come out, everyone discredits them, or then you know there's smear campaigns and all terribly underreported. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely right. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's that's sort of uh, I think the s summary of it, a background mm -hmm, of it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just it's it's terrible news, you know. I I, I met his wife. She seemed nice, but uh, so I'm I'm it. It sucks. It's that sort that of a personal aspect. Yeah, 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 yeah uh -huh, absolutely. Uh -huh. She seems she seems so nice. Um, but by the way, I do, I do want to also say that you know you you bring up the sort of. Uh, uh, how women tend not to report. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen some people say that they think that she w is the kind of person to to lie about it, or that she is the kind uh, of person to uh, make uh, it up. That is, you just can't you can't fall into that. Yeah. That that is that's too common of a trope. It's just a it's a too common response mm -hmm, to, to these mm -hmm, things, mm -hmm. and and very rarely accurate. Right. Very rarely accurate. So so don't please don't don't give into that stuff. We have to evaluate based on what we find, but. But please don't don't say either. Oh, infiltration seems so nice. No way. Or she seems like she would lie about it. Right. Yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Neither those are one. Two no. So standard roads that people go down. But those aren't things that I've seen people say in public. Those are things mm -hmm. that I've seen in in private. And yeah. I just want to say publicly that if you are also seeing that in private, it's not cool. Yeah. And then uh, another thing too to add to this, and again, as we said, you know, we're we ha we're going to have to just wait till everything plays out to see whether allegations come true or not, right? That is, doesn't mean that we can't talk about the situation right. if it does turn out to be true. And I and I did this on social media, you know, I hundred percent if it turns out to be true, hundred percent infiltration needs to be banned from the CPT and from pretty much. Okay, yeah, and, this and is... Any game, probably, that he... Like, if he's like, oh, I'm banned from CPT, I'm going to go play IPS. Right. Well, I mean... I'm not going to yeah, be cool with that, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, okay, this is this is something that, obviously, we have to discuss. Uh, and if it ends up being that this is all made up, I think is unlikely. But if so, 
apologies. Obviously, we'll get to that. When we yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh, but, absolutely. But in, and in, again, this has nothing. This is, again, this is not us attacking info. This is like if someone has caused domestic abuse and are that you know are are that much of a bad person that they could do that yeah. to to a significant other or to their wife yeah. or or anything then this is the same result we would apply to anyone. Uh, yeah, I like to think that that's true. Um, mm-hmm. cer- certainly, he does need to be banned. Mm-hmm. There's nothing nothing else to be said on, on that front. I feel like that is a pretty standard feeling from what I've seen among people, mm-hmm. like p- both publicly and, and privately. Uh, it's, it is so much worse than things that we've seen other people do um, you know, people have been discussing what happened with Noel Brown, where he mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm. he seemed like he was groping somebody on camera, right? Bad news, he got banned. Um, for sure bad. This is another level. Mm-hmm, this is, mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely horrible. So, um, if, if true. So, yeah, for sure a ban. Uh, I, you know, it, an important aspect of the sort of justice system to me is, is uh, not just punishment, but helping people to reform. Mm-hmm. So it's important to me on a sort of philosophical level that people be able to to reform and get a second chance. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. I don't know that I'm prepared to talk about how long I think that would take. Because <laughs> um, yeah. I think, I think it, this, is, this is something that is gross enough to me that, uh, you know, if there's a second chance, it's not anytime soon. Right. Not anytime soon. It's a long time off. For yeah. Sure. And it, it will take a long time. There's, I don't. If you're capable of what was in that transcript, yeah. it's not going to be like, hey, a year later, here I'm back again. I, uh, you no. know, and, and again, I apologize to everyone because I kind of almost made it sound like that's how I felt like what was going to happen in a tweet that I had written really, really quickly, and I apologize about that. I deleted it, but I didn't even. I'm not denying it. I even quoted my own tweet, you okay. know, talking about it afterwards and everything like that. I just made the, the you know, because, you know, I was saying, like, oh, if he managed to come back in a year and he's better, then, you know, I'm not going to be, like, you know, I'm not going to punch him or attack him or anything like that. But obviously I'm making light of it because it's going to take way more than a year. And, you know, yeah. the, the wording I chose about, like, getting better is, like, was terrible. Because in my original tweet I said the only re- way he could come back is if he had full, trustable psychological evaluation and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, again, since it's a civil issue in Korea. Mm-hmm. It's not like here or in other countries where the penalty may be not just jail time, but that you have to see a therapist or whatever, that there are mm-hmm. sort of criminal uh, right. penalties for it. It's a fine, which which carries very different and much lighter in terms of your, your personal uh, cost uh, than, than criminal time. So I don't think it's the kind of thing where, like, like don't expect the Korean government to say, hey, buddy, you got to get therapy. Right. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No. it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah, if yeah. if that if that's going to occur, it's going to be due to, you know, maybe Panda Global says, "Hey, if you right. want to come back in 5 years, you have to have therapy or whatever." Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying don't expect that, that that will happen when it comes to the the Korean legal system. Right. So, here's the, the I mean, the other thing too is that um, you know, I know a lot of people are saying like this has nothing to do with the CPTUI ban and from the CPT and everything like that. I mean, it's just it's just you don't want this kind of thing proliferated, and we don't want to give a spotlight to this kind to a person who is capable of such a thing, yeah. right? What if Infiltration wins Capcom Pro Tour this year? You know right. what I mean? It's like here's two hundred fifty thousand dollars to 
someone who, you know, we found out is capable of horrible domestic violence. Yeah, look, you know? I mean, we're, it, so there's two aspects here. One is the community aspect, where I think many of us just don't want to be around somebody who has done that. Right. I would not mm -hmm. feel comfortable doing that, right. for example. Uh -huh. I'm sure many people agree. Yeah, um, I mean, if we were doing commentary, like, I don't even know what I would say. That, that would be tough, for right. sure. Right, uh -huh. uh, so, so there's the community side of, of things. Uh, the other side is the more... Uh, PR side of things there's to say like external so maybe like internal is mm -hmm, the community mm -hmm. aspect externally we don't want the the PR of hey our best player or certainly one of the best players in the world um, is this guy who has done these horrible things mm -hmm. that's not going to help in, in any sense what regardless of what your goal is for the FGC whether you want it to be big esports or whether you want it to not be that's going to be bad for all of those things mm -hmm. right whatever your goal is so it's it's bad PR and nobody will want to be involved in it. Um, I you know I haven't uh, Panda Global is not a client of mine, but other teams are, and I've been writing player team contracts since 2011, and they all have uh, what are called morality clauses. Um, a morality clause says that the other party can terminate the agreement if you commit something that is you know sort of. Nebulously defined, immoral, or or casts mm -hmm. uh, negative light onto the onto the other party, or makes it so that you you are not valuable to them anymore, right? Something that's gross enough that nobody wants to be involved with you. That is a cause for termination of the agreement. Mm -hmm. I'd be flabbergasted if Panda Global did not also have that in their agreement. It's just so standard. Um, so it, if this is found out to be uh, verified gotta think he is dropped for sure yeah uh -huh. for sure uh -huh. and and very hard to imagine that another team would pick him up anytime soon no oh, not yeah. even anytime soon i mean i don't i don't know how long it'd take like i said before i don't know that i'm even prepared to to sort of think about how many years that would take right a while mm -hmm. long time um so so legally that's not not good news for him when it comes to the to the cpt or any other pro tour they all make sure in their in their bylaws that they can ban whoever they want Right, they all they all keep mm -hmm. it so that they can mm -hmm. they can do that uh, for basically any reason. Right. Um, so yeah, he very little to stand on for him when it comes to the legal side of things. Right, and it's going to obviously come down to each of the individual leagues as well because there is no go overall FGC governing body. We don't have an NFL commission, you know, commissioners or whatever like that going on for the entire of the fighting game community. So, you know, there is very much a possibility that, hey, uh, CPT bans him, but then Dragon Ball Fighters doesn't really say anything, and so he starts entering Dragon Ball tournaments. Right. But then Dragon Ball World Tour can then just be like, for sure. banned. You know, it would have to happen at an individual basis. And honestly, it would also happen to have to happen on individual tournament levels. If you're not part of the CPT, if you're just your own event, you know, it's up to them to see right. if they want to ban infiltration or not. If they agree with the people out there that, you know, he that has nothing to do with the FGC, so yeah. he can come and play, you know, that's more power to the, the to the TOs. But I just, the, the people there, I, it's going to be weird, like the interactions. And oh, I just, yeah. You know, I just, if if I was infiltration, I wouldn't even go to one of those events. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, I yeah. Would, uh, and and this is, it's not it's not even like, in, in sports, where if somebody who is banned from, let's say, baseball can't play in the MLB anymore, they can still play baseball elsewhere. Like, they could, right. go, they could mm -hmm. go to a baseball, 
they they could go to like a celebrity baseball gig or whatever. Like it, mm-hmm. it's still there's nobody who owns baseball who can ban them from baseball. Right. Exactly. Whereas when it comes to a video game, definitely that is the case. Uh, the rights right. holder can ban anybody they want to from playing their game. They can be totally capricious right. about it. Mm-hmm. There's no requirement that they be. Uh, in any sense, uniform when it comes to their decisions on that. Right. So if they want to say, guess what, Infiltration, you can never uh, stream our game again. You can never play our game publicly again. You can never make video content on our game again. They mm-hmm. can do that. They can absolutely do that. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, probably can't prevent him from buying the game and playing it in his own home privately. Right. Uh-huh. Probably not that. But when it comes to anything that is in any sense public. Uh, they can definitely shut that down. So, right. so he has, uh, and this is, I guess, the case for, for all of us. Um, there's no power on mm-hmm. the on the part mm-hmm. of an individual player. They can be completely banned by events, by leagues, by rights holders. Right. And you know, I do want to address something. So, someone, you know, we we talked about it a little bit, and someone said, "Oh, would you apologize to infiltration if it turns out to be false and everything like that?" I mean, look, I I can't even imagine being in his position right now but if I were accused of something like this and I was innocent and everybody talked about it and was like James Chen should be banned from everything you know if it turns out to be true and if I was proven innocent I wouldn't hold I personally wouldn't hold it against anyone because it's a discussion that needs to happen you know what I mean I'm in that position where I would understand it and I would be like no I totally get it you know what I mean if they wanted to apologize to me that's fine you know, if they didn't apologize to me, I wouldn't hold against it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you, you and I have both been in situations, of course, obviously much different than this, but this, we've been in situations where we do things that are discussed by other people. Right. Uh-huh, and, like, uh-huh. sometimes we don't, you know, like what they're saying or they don't, don't like that they're having the discussion, but uh-huh. understand that they can do that and sort right. of don't hold that against them forever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just something that happens when it, when you become a relatively public figure. Right. You have to accept that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, you know, we're not sitting here with pitchforks or anything like that saying bad infiltration, bad infiltration. No, we're just saying that not, if not the yet. allegations are true, right. then the precedent is that any person, including infiltration, should be banned in this kind of situation. And it's really, really important to say that it doesn't matter if you're infiltration or guy we don't know kind of thing. It doesn't matter where you are in the standings of CPT. It doesn't matter how much you success you've had in the past or anything. If this happened to Tokido, I would be saying the same thing about Tokido. Tokido is one of my favorite players of all in, of all time. You know, if PR Balrog is one of my favorite players of all time. If yeah. something came out from him like this, I would be asking for the exact well, same thing. I mean, thing. Infiltration is one of my favorite players of all time, but right. that's, not, that's not the issue here. And you mm-hmm. have to be able to see past that. Uh, you have to be able to see that they're, they're people and not sort of somebody on a show, some character in a show. It is not like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, just, they're just people, and they're complex, and some of them have terrible things. So it, you don't, don't, because you're a fan of their gameplay, that doesn't mean, in fact, it means that you should not uh, support them if they do something terrible. Right. Again, uh, you know, and pe- people are talking about this, saying that they, the, he already lost the pre- preliminary hearing. That's, that's what is alleged. And I don't have enough information at all to dispute it right. or to, to confirm it. That's the issue is only that I want to be sure. Only that I want to be sure. Uh, I think that I so far feel that the allegations seem credible. 
but mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. say anything more than that they seem without being more sure. Right. Uh, Panda Global said that they're going to be doing a full investigation. Um, I hope, and they said that they'll hope to get that information out by the end of this week. So hopefully, we'll have more information, you know, relatively soon. Uh, either way, either way. Right. There's a couple of things that got mentioned here that I want to address, and I can't. I don't remember what it was that they were saying. Uh, shoot. Okay, yeah, I can't remember. I saw something in the chat that I wanted to address, and I can't remember what it was anymore. Look, uh, so. yeah, here, I guess Kuroda is a, is a relevant example. Yeah, uh-huh. One of my favorite players of all time, for sure. Uh, a guy who I modeled my FGC career after, because I played Q for half a decade, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but that's a totally separate question compared to what he did not too long ago mm-hmm. with respect to an underage girl. And, and whatever fondness I have for him due to his gameplay is totally out the window. Right. Totally out the window. Yep. And uh, again, this is not a great situation here. This is not a, a fun thing to talk about. But again, you know, it's just about what we want to represent with the fighting game community. You know what I mean? And, and, and the kind of players that we have in our community. So, again, this is not any personal vendetta against anybody in particular, but if the allegations turn out to be true, obviously we don't want that kind of person in our community. That's, mm-hmm. just, that's just how I feel. And, oh, okay, that's what it was. Is Should we start doing crackdowns on everybody's past history and all that stuff like that? Well, that's impossible, right? We're not going to be able to do anything like that. We have to handle the allegations as they come. Right. So if someone has done something terrible in the past and they show up, you know, and we have no information about them, there's really nothing we can do. Right. We're not going to go and sit there and do background checks on everybody. But if it does turn out and we have actual evidence that somebody did something really terrible, then we need to handle that situation. You know what I mean? If someone shows up and it turns out that, you know, that they are capable of domestic abuse like this, then we absolutely should do something about it. You know what I mean? So we can't do a background check on everybody. That's just unrealistic. That's yeah. just that's the situation. So yeah, all, all that I want from Panda Global, as Dash No Chris just said, is for them to get the documents that seem difficult for the rest of us to get. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we've seen screenshots and transcripts of purported uh, Korean court cases, or a Korean court case. I just want I want the I want the verification of that mm-hmm. is all. So it's not that I need Panda Global to do its own new investigation. I just want them to get whatever documentation is there right. if it is there. And you know, Turtle Tomorrow asks if it's unreasonable for sponsors to do background checks. No, not at all. Not at all. You know, yeah, if you're going to well, sponsor someone, then you probably should do yeah. a background check. So. I mean, like you know, you're probably not going to get an FBI background investigation, but yeah, you got to look into them a little bit, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I I, I don't think that this is uh, something that we need to sort of categorically apply. Like, I don't don't see that this is something that we need to apply uh, to everybody in terms of background checks. More that, when we hear about it, Mm -hmm. take the same equal action. Right. Right. So so I don't... We've gone quite some time without something like this, at least this degree of things, happening. Of course, there are other things that have occurred, but... um, you know, all I want is that when those things do come out, that we treat them equally and that we mm-hmm. treat them in a way that I think, I hope at least, is sort of befitting of what I want the FGC to be. Right. 
I mean, that's 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 also another thing too, because I mean, obviously, you're always going to play favorites one way or the other. People just generally do that, right? So if it's a player you don't like comes out with as out with kind of these allegations, you're going to be like, oh, get rid of them now. And then when it's someone like infiltration that a lot of people do look up to, you know, then all of a sudden yeah. it becomes this kind of, like, confusing gray area, but... Well, um, we did have this conversation about Noel when that occurred. Uh-huh. And, you know, Noel was a buddy of both of us, uh-huh. um, and we had the conversation anyway. We did, on this, on yeah, this yeah, show, yeah. have uh-huh. the talk, of mm-hmm. course. We talked about of it, course. and we all said he should be banned. Absolutely and right. he was banned for a year. So. Absolutely right. And, and again, the year wasn't something like we're like, yeah, it's just a year. That was a decision made by all the, 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 the different groups, right? CPT yeah. banned him for a year. That, that was the conclusion that they came up with. When we said he should be banned, we didn't even say a length. We were just like, yeah, absolutely something should happen. There should for be sure. repercussions. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, uh, very, very bad news. Very unfortunate news. Um, looking forward to getting more information about it just, just to get verification one way or the other. You know, that's that's all that we need at this point. Yeah, and, and you know, again, I know that usually when topics like this come up, the chat just becomes a big giant mess here. And you know, I, hopefully everybody out there on the chat can you know just chill just a little bit, and not go at each other's throats and, and and attack each other. It's an uncomfortable situation, but most important thing is that we talk about it. Right. I, I know it's not a comfortable situation, but it's something that we're going to have to talk about. And it's something that if we as a community want to be taken seriously about, we can't just throw a blind eye to it, not discuss it and just, you know, pretend it didn't happen and be like, mm-hmm, and, you know, just kind of walk off to the side. It is something that we really need to talk about. So, you know, hopefully uh, people in the chat can just uh, chill a little bit right now. And well, not- I mean, that said, I don't want to talk about the reasons why he may or may not have done it. I see somebody in the chat trying to bring that up. That's not something I'm interested in at all. Um, I don't think there's a reason to do those things. That just as a categorical (laughs) blanket statement. That just, Uh that Mm -hmm. the reason for that doesn't exist. Um, So I, no, I don't want to have that conversation at all. At all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I get, um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to say about it. Probably should just move on just to see if we can yeah. uh, get everybody in the chat to stop yelling at each other hearing at, at this point in time. So, yeah. uh, But uh, thanks to some of the mods in the chat right now trying to keep things a little bit under control here and there. So, Okay, uh, I guess we can move on to a little bit more of the results topics here. I mean, this is a show about fighting games. We've had a ton of fighting games events actually do you want to take a break before we start on this sure yeah let's take a break so let everybody relax just a little yeah. bit and when we come back yeah, me too we're going to talk about some uh results it's i mean we haven't had a show for about three weeks now right so we haven't had a chance to talk about dreamhack montreal we haven't had a chance to talk about ser and then of course this weekend ceo taku tokyo game show egx all sorts of stuff so a lot of stuff coming uh after this break we'll be right back guys you got it. <laughs> Bowser. Wow, I can't believe you repeated that from the chat, dude. I know you're not happy about that. No. Nintendo did not actually validate it at all. It did not validate. That was actually a parody account. If you actually look at it, it doesn't say Nintendo America. It says Nintendo America. Did anybody think it was real? I, so there were some people who thought it was real, I huh. think. Yeah, I think there was actually some people 
thought it was real. Man, yeah, there were some people I unfollowed on Twitter. Just because of that? Uh, not just because of that. More like I was kind of just getting sick of having like pictures I didn't care about on my feed constantly. <laughs> It was just oh like, so it was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, it's not that big of a deal on its own. It's just, I was like, you know. Right. I think that's about it. <laughs> but like, come on, some dudes were were mass retweeting. Con- it was constant, absurd yes. level constant. Yes. Uh-huh. Absurd that level. Is, that is definitely true. Ugh. But yeah, Dang. that is, I don't even know how, I, I guess I, I was listening to the best of five guys and I guess they said it started like from someone just drawing a comic about yeah, it or that's, something that's what like it was. that. Yeah. Oh, man, this is weird, weird timeline that we're in, man. <sighs> Ooh, good luck on the midterm. Someone's taking a midterm? Yep, Tap2GG says, got a hard as butts midterm tomorrow. You know the good wor- luck, good luck, good luck. You know what the worst thing about it is? My brother and I were just actually talking about this, too, is that the the education system in this country, man. Geez. Oh, my God. Are you guys old enough that you have that conversation now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, because my brother has kids, I know, right? I know. So, you know, we're all sitting there talking about it and everything like that. And the craziest thing about the whole entire thing is just, like, you know, I just feel like that there is something fundamentally wrong with the way education works as a whole when every human on the planet even once they're like 50 years old still has nightmares about going to classes and like tests and just like feels like the i still get those dreams all the time all the time like oh my god i'm going to this class and i haven't stud i haven't gone to any i haven't gone to any of the things you know like am i just gonna skip the final what's gonna happen how's this gonna work did i do enough in the first half of the year to just get like by with a c or something and then of course my brain then goes into the weird logic realm of wait but I've graduated already. <laughs> yeah. So how did I make it through this? Like you know that you're dreaming kind of? Is that what it is? Or? It's not even that. It's just like I know I've graduated yeah. because I know I've had experience like being at works and, and, and stuff like okay. that, right? So then I'm just like, so how did I make it through this weekend? There's no way I could have taken this test and That's not failed. But I guess it happens. So how does that work, you know? Dude, everybody has that dream, man. Everybody has For that me, dream. The, the dream of I didn't go to class all semester or do any of the homework how am uh-huh. i going to do on the final uh that's it's not a dream it's a memory <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that, that occurred <laughs> so how did that go oh i got an a did you really yeah how did you do that <laughs> Uh, well, I was basically so full of myself that one semester I was like, what if I just didn't go to a class at all? How would I do? And, uh, I got an A. Okay, that had to have been, like, some sort of, like, jazz theory kind of... I just wrote a good paper, that's all. God. (laughs) (sighs) That, that, you know. Yeah, anyway, that (laughs) Uh, you wanna you wanna come back from the? Oh man, you know it's funny because you know there were definitely classes at uh, UCLA 
that um, you know were those easy A classes, right? So you took these classes specifically just because you didn't have to do that much work and you would get yeah. an A easily in those classes. And I took those classes and it was like jazz theory and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I love. I went to like every class. I was like super into it and everything like that. So I even worked super hard on my easy A classes, man. It's true. I don't even know that that's called a. That was a humble brag. I think that was just a straight up brag. However, uh, having a, basically a full undergrad and high school and part law school career of that kind of stuff occurring made it so that I didn't think that I needed to work at all, which uh, had very negative consequences for me when it came to actually working. Um, <laughs> okay. So it, de- it definitely came back to bite me major. Okay. Okay. And I kind of wish in retrospect that I hadn't gotten accustomed to it. But for those years, I you know. It's, Ice skating, basically. Okay. All right, let's come back. All right. So we have been gone for a few weeks. That's mostly my bad. Uh, I haven't been around for the last couple of weekends, or Tuesdays or shows, I guess it is. Uh, so my B. Yeah, I mean, but that's that you you have definitely a good personal that. personal yeah, issues and sure. personal matters to attend to and everything Correct. like that. So, and in case people are wondering why we are on so early, if you just tuned in. Uh, Capcom Connect is going to be a brand new show starting this week at 8 p.m. And uh, Best of Five show runs from 4 to 4, 5.30 our time. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to nuzzle ourselves right in between them. So we're going to be taking up the 5.30 to 8 p.m. time slot to do the Tuesday show. So you're just going to have Talkie Tuesdays going from 4 p.m. to whenever, whatever time that they end. Yeah, so, I don't even know how long the show is, Yeah, and it's going to be taking place at the eSports Arena in Oakland. So they're broadcasting live from there. So yeah. there you go. Pretty cool. Looking forward to it. Yep. So, again, since we haven't been here for a few weeks, we haven't discussed tournament results. However, since, as I said earlier, we're letting Best of Five do the individual placings, we're not going to necessarily talk about everything that occurred. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, yeah, we definitely still want to talk about events, of course. Right. And one thing that did occur, I guess the first one we're going to talk about chronologically is DreamHack. Yes, DreamHack Montreal took place uh, in, uh, obviously, Montreal, Quebec, in Canada. That was a premier event for Street Fighter V and took place at, um, I don't even know what the entire festival was called there. Was it just DreamHack DreamHack Montreal, right? Uh That's just all it was. Yeah, Yeah. okay, okay. So it was just DreamHack Montreal. Had all sorts of games there. It's Smash Brothers and, you know, all the other standard esports-y things. But... So yeah, they had it was what was it? Rainbow Six, Smash, uh, Melee, and Smash Four, uh, uh, Starcraft. But then there was also Shadowverse. That's right. And you know who was commentating Shadowverse? Who I didn't even know was at the event until like the end of the last yeah, day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, was Two uh, D Jazz, aka Majin, Majin Obama. Obama. Yes. He was there to commentate. He flew from Japan <laughs> to Montreal just to commentate Shadowverse. And I feel like since he was there to commentate Shadowverse, he probably got like paid the, more than all of the Capcom. Co- Anyways. I definitely <laughs> think so. Uh, and and he was he was all dolled up in his esports jacket. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. he was. You know. Were you the one that took the the, the, the the glorious picture of him? No, some. I, I think, think it was Sage Jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Took a picture of him commentating. Major Obama like shot him a dirty look, and so the picture is just the dirty look. Yeah, 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 yeah. great. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a. Um, anyway, I thought that was funny, unexpected, but I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, the event was nice. I mean, it, it's I'd never been to Montreal before. Yeah. Uh, I had a blast in Montreal. Dude, the I'll, city I thought was great. I'll tell you one thing, because so Montreal, Quebec, is very, very much 
uh, it, it is French, right? I mean, you know, you're but, in a foreign country, buddy. Yeah, like that one is it, like when you're in the other areas of Canada, it just feels like you're in another part of the. <laughs> you're United in Calgary. Yeah, uh, yeah uh-huh. you could be anywhere, right? In, exactly. In the U.S. And so when we went <laughs> to there. Quebec, I'll tell you, man. Half the time I was there, I kept thinking we were in France. Like yeah. parts of my brain were like, "We got to fly all the way back from Europe," and I was like, "No, wait, we're just in Canada," you know. And it was really, it yeah. was interesting. So. Yeah, and and. Uh, I mean, there's less English there than there is in Paris, in at least in the touristy parts mm-hmm, of Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought that. I th- anyway, that was very interesting. The architecture of the old buildings, fascinating. Uh, the culture, the food culture, I was like surprised about and very interested in because it seems like it's so influenced by Jewish culture. Oh, I had no that's expectation. Right, of, that's right. Um, until. We were ranting about bagels like a couple of months ago, and I was like, New York has the best bagels. I wouldn't like to say that because I'm from LA, but right. they do. Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, What about Montreal? And I was like, What do you mean, what about Montreal? I know, when has Montreal bagels been a part of this conversation, yeah. right? Yeah. But no, they were all, they're all big about it. And like, if when you go there and you're walking out of the airport, the airport has on the wall like scenes of Montreal. Here's what Montreal, mm-hmm. hockey, mm-hmm. this is what it's known for. Like, uh, uh, Whatever else. I don't know. Poutine. Uh-huh. And then you have people with bagels. That's like one of the things yeah. that they're known for. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. everybody was like, you got to try Montreal bagels. So uh, there was the three things. Montreal bagels, the smoked meat. Which also, the- Jewish food, it was pastrami. It was right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It was at Schwartz's Deli. Yeah. And then, of course, poutine. Right. So those are the three things that they kept laying claim to fame in, uh, in Montreal. Yeah. I, just, I think it's, it's hilarious and very unexpected for me. Um, and just being ignorant about it, that uh, Jewish cuisine would, would play such a big part. But I thought that was fascinating. Um, the bagels, I would say, were just too different for me. Yeah. Just too different. Like, they were very doughy. Doughier, very little salt, it, maybe no salt, um, a little sweeter. So just so different. And they than, were obsessed with sesame bagels. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, I, that's what I like anyway, but... I, I know that you you I'm don't. I'm not as part of. I'm not so, as much of a sesame bagel. So I was going to get half a dozen bagels for James and a couple other dudes, and um, I just walked up and I was like, "I'll take half a dozen, please." And before I could say, typically when you do that, the person is like, "Okay, which ones?" Right. Uh-huh, this uh-huh. dude just grabbed me six sesame bagels and I was out the door, <laughs> and like there was no. It was a long line, and because of course everybody bagel. wants the sesame bagels, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, they were fine. Just. So different. I feel like it's like somebody who's used to New York pizza trying Chicago pizza and being like, what is this? Right. It doesn't taste bad. It's just mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? You know? So anyway, and Schwartz's was good. So I, I, I liked the city a lot. It was walkable. I have a lot of positive things to say about it. I'd love to go back. Uh, the event itself was in the Olympic Stadium, which was pretty cool. Right. Pretty nifty looking. It was weird, though, because like literally the event takes place in like the floor like where they would play the sport or you know do the gymnastics or whatever like that play right the sport. play the sport exactly <laughs> <laughs> i figured i wasn't gonna get away with that one <laughs> but um you know where they play the sport you know the yeah. sport uh-huh. <laughs> but the weird part is they had all the monitors facing outwards so even though everyone's on the inside all the monitors are facing outwards and people sat in the stadiums to watch yeah so it was weird when you were sitting inside, you couldn't see anything. Yeah. It was really awkward. I don't know. The whole thing was, was kind of weird. So. It was. It was. I mean, I, you, I guess you could, but like there weren't any seats for you to sit. 
Right, like you could actually see both sides yeah, of it. There just yeah, yeah. weren't mm-hmm. any seats for you. Right. It was a weird uh, uh, arrangement. I will agree with right. that. Mm-hmm. But it was cool to see people in the area, and you know, that area certainly has a lot of, a lot of strong players. So yeah, it's cool. it a good, it good place really, to have a big major. And you know, um, really cool uh, results as well. Obviously, uh, Justin Wong taking that one. Right. Yeah, so. that was his very first Street Fighter Five premiere win. Yep. Which is crazy. I mean, he's gotten top three before in the past, or you know, even grand finals. But that was the first premiere that he has won in Street Fighter Five. So good job to him. I thought that was uh, pretty wild. Uh, Knuckle Dude got second place. Mm-hmm. Problem X got third place. Um, not that many players from East Asia came, to be honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We got Bonchan, Mago, Xiaohai, Momochi, Haitani, Moke. I mean, that's a. <laughs> that actually is a lot. Um, <laughs> John, John Takeuchi also got 13. Yeah. Never mind, that actually is a pretty yeah. good number. I'm actually going to say, though, I, I'm actually really proud of uh, CJ Truth because he had just finished the, the last episode we had. We had just come back from first attack where he got second place oh, yeah. to Smug and then top eight again here, so in seventh place um, with Cammy. Yeah, of course, that's always like, oh, yay, Cammy. But, you know, but, I mean, he's doing really well uh, in the circuit as well. He's probably not going to get to the point where he can make it into CPT at this point. Yeah, it's probably too not, late, yeah. but... I I think it's going to be cool to watch out for him next year. So, but uh, you know what the best thing about this win for Justin was hmm. is that all of us have been watching Justin play Manat, right? And all of us have said if he just even learned just a little bit more trickery with the orbs, just a little bit, like he would be that much more effective. And you can see the practice that he had for Evo pay off at that tournament because there were a lot of rounds where he was not going to make the comeback if he had played the way that he had played before mm-hmm. Evo. But then he had the mix-ups like walk-up drill into the mm-hmm. orbs and stuff like that. So he had learned you know, enough, enough to get him to not that like point. Not like the wild stuff, not yeah, the maximum uh-huh. stuff, but yeah, enough. Yeah. It's crazy too because like, I was like, okay, he's getting closer to Sako. And then like Sako wins another tournament. We'll get to that later. And like Sako's level just like went way higher. And I'm just like... What is even happening here, dude? That guy is they nuts. They shouldn't buff that character. Yeah, but uh, honestly, um, I was really proud of Justin, though. I thought oh, he did a really good job. You know, obviously, you know, uh, I'm always kind of rooting for him, in, for in, sure. in, secretly, not so secretly. For sure. But you know, Same. I'm always happy for him. So yeah, yeah. he's got a good character for himself. It mm-hmm. Fits him really mm-hmm. well. Uh, uh, that right. we- wait, that weekend was that also the same weekend as the Hong Kong one or no? Th- those are the weekends before that, I think. The the Hong Kong one. I th- that- yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, we talked about that. We, we, we talked, talked about, about Shanghai yeah. and all that stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Turkey was Swiss. You know, I'm actually planning to go to Cancer's Deli after this. Really? Oh, dang, that's that's cool. That's good. I-, I will say one thing though, between the poutine, the bagels, and the smoked meat, I definitely like the smoked meat the best. Like, I thought that was pretty good. But then again, I'm a fan of pastrami, right? So sure. it's just basically pastrami. Although I did get the poutine with smoked meat. Okay. And I think that was a little OD, to be honest too with much. you. I think it was too much. Because the thing is, the gravy's already kind of salty. Uh, you're eating fries, and then you're eating smoked meat with salt. So when I, I only ate half of mine, you remember, because it just yeah. felt like I was just shoving salt into my mouth in a lot of oh, ways. Yeah. And I was like... Yeah. I was looking at the person across from me. They had like poutine with like corn and like, uh-huh. all that, and I was just like, man, I totally should have got something to, to 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 offset the gravy a little bit. But oh man, the one that I was eating was like super, super salty. So it was I got not- the vegetarian one. Yeah, uh-huh. it's actually super good. Yeah, see, I can imagine that probably would have awesome. turned out a lot better. Like I I I should have got my poutine with maybe like chicken. 
you know, like white white meat, you know what I mean? Just to kind of balance out the, the, the flavor a little bit. But it was just like Next super time. smoky salt meat and super... Plus, I had eaten like so much there in the course of that week, and it was ridiculous, dude. So by the time I got to the poutine, I just was not feeling it anymore. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, anyway, it was a good, good weekend. Had a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, then the following weekend was uh, Southern California Regionals. Yeah. And to start off... I know we talked about it a lot in the last episode about the metal detectors and yeah. unscrewing the joysticks and all that stuff like that. So they actually took an extra step. They hired metal detectors yeah. and uh, no one had to unscrew their controllers. Yeah, you know, like the typical thing, you just you, it's a conveyor belt you put your thing through. It's like through, TSA, basically. Like TSA, yeah. but well, it's less than TSA. You didn't have to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take off your shoes. No, no, that stuff. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, yeah, you put your stuff on the conveyor belt and then you walk through the, like, you know... Arch. Mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. what these things are called, mm-hmm. but uh, it was really not that not intrusive. Got to be honest. I mean, I, I was worried about it. Yeah, as we discussed. Now, but it didn't wasn't bad in practice. The thing about it is, it's like, oh, it's great and everything like that. But you talk to the guys who run SCR, that was a pretty penny that they had to spend Look, for I that. Mean, uh, you know, it was a lot of money that they had to spend for it. So, honestly, if you guys can, you know, give them the shout outs for doing that for everybody to make it easier for everybody and spending that much extra and i'm not just talking like four digits here i'm talking like it's, it was like five digits you know just to get that kind of thing going there so you know people always talk about to's and tournament organizers you know oh they make all this money and everything you guys don't even realize how much that these guys have to spend to do a lot of these things so you know definitely give them credit for that kind of situation so I mean, as we discussed last time, I feel like that stuff is uh, is basically security theater, mm-hmm. where the effectiveness is more in convincing people who don't look into it super closely that they're safe, mm-hmm. but they're mm-hmm. not actually that much safer. So it's a show, but uh, sometimes shows are valuable, I guess, for that exact reason. So, okay, uh, it's not something I'm a fan of, but uh, they felt it was necessary. So. Yep. But as for the results there, well, what did you think of the event overall, actually? I was there for basically a day. Oh, that's right. You weren't even there for most of yeah, the time. I that's to, right. I had to leave. You didn't um, even get to do any commentary for anything. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, only, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was there. People were actually sending me texts like, hey, why aren't you commenting? I, they scheduled people to do backup mm-hmm. um, in case somebody needs to take a dump or whatever mm-hmm. or doesn't mm-hmm. show up. Right. There's always a backup there. So I was there doing backup role for the first day. I just wasn't scheduled to commentate. Right. Um, the event, from my perspective, seemed fine. I just wasn't there long enough dude, to like really be able to tell you. Dude, let me tell you, man. The the the, the sat Friday morning. No, it was Saturday. You were there on Friday a little Friday. bit, right? So Saturday All morning. Day I believe that was when Jeremy was on commentary by himself for a big chunk of the beginning. Was he? So what happened was in the morning. So I stayed in the motel, right, and everything like that. And I was like, okay, you know, I have to wake up and go. I I didn't have to do commentary until like 2 p.m. or something like that. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to chill, right? And then I get a call from Spencer, and he's like, hey, how far are you from the venue at like noon? And I'm like, uh, I'm like five minutes away. He's like, can you make it here? I'm like, uh, what's going on? So apparently what happened was that Jeremy made it there on time. Tasty Steve was in an Uber, which got into a car accident. Dang! So he was scheduled to do the commentary, and so Steve couldn't leave because he had to be a witness. No So way. he was totally fine, so he was there. I had no idea. Yeah, and then Sejam was staying at home, so he was an hour away. 
So literally for like the first half hour of commentary, Jeremy was doing commentary by himself on the CPT stream until I like ran in there and then was like, okay, here we go, sat down and started doing commentary with him. So shout outs to Jeremy, by yeah. the way, because Jeremy held it down that whole weekend. That he did a great job. He really did a great mm-hmm, job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got to do his first top eight for Street Fighter. That 5. was great. And I think he really did a good yeah, job. I that, think that was some of his best that I've seen them yeah, do. Yeah, the Alpha Three stuff was really cool and everything. So then the worst part was for me on Sunday, I had to go wake up and do the Alpha Three thing, mm-hmm. and I woke up. So you know the motel that we were in, right? You just remember very briefly, motel right? Six. Right. I woke up, walked outside, and they had tarred the entire parking lot. Trapping all the cars. What? They tarred behind all the cars. They tar- what? They just they were putting on down Sunday new, morning. New on Sunday morning asphalt? at 10 a.m., they were putting down new asphalt in the parking lot, and they trapped all the cars in behind. Like they were just trapped in there. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say, dude. Right? I walked out there and I just looked at all of them. And they were like, um, well. Here, we'll just move the ropes and you just drive. I had to drive over wet tar Oh, you to okay. get my car out of there. So you're spraying tar behind you and the yes. back of your car is getting all black. Well, and- I mean, they were like doing the brush pushing all the tar like onto everything. So there wasn't like spraying everything. But like I literally had to drive over tar in my three-month-old car basically yeah and 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 the worst part about it too is like so i had to put all my stuff down to the side including my victrix stick so i put it down on my bag and walked over to my car and as i walked over to the bag the victrix stick of course fell no way so it's like scratched up now and everything like that (laughs) you don't understand i walked into that venue i was pissed I was so pissed, dude. You guys, you guys have seen me on Tekken. No, you, you don't understand. I was mad. That's wild. What a day. I was so mad. What I was like so angry. So, yeah, I, I do have a new car because my car got totaled like two years ago. Yeah, and wow. I've been driving. I've been borrowing my parents' car for two years, and my parents were finally like, "Are you ever gonna buy a new yeah. car?" And I was like, "All right, all right, I'll yeah. go do it's that. cool car." So, yeah. But dude, I was I, like I was so mad, dude. I was so mad. Understandable. Yeah. That definitely sucks. Uh, I did hear that they changed the brackets for That's Dragon right. Ball Fighters for like a lot of games. I think. Well, I, yeah, right. Yeah, I guess for a lot uh, of games. Uh, I, I only heard about it in the DBFC context, but I assume there were for other games. Too, right. So, no. so Chris G got um, so kind of Chris G for that. and somebody else also who I thought would do well. They both uh, showed up to their pool when they were previously scheduled to show up. <laughs> like at noon, right? And I think they were scheduled to show up at two. Oh yeah. And he instead his pool started at noon. And someone so had checked, it. and the brackets oh, weren't changed. Oh, I think changed, it was Coach Steve. And the right. brackets weren't changed at midnight the night before because someone definitely reported that they checked the brackets before midnight, like right at midnight the night before, and it was normal. And then the next day, they found out they were moved to another pool. So even as recent as midnight, it got changed. As late as midnight, I should say. So that's not good. That is definitely not good. No, you. It's it's opposite. He was supposed to show up at two, and it was changed to twelve. That's why he got DQ'd. Yeah, if he was supposed to be there, if he was there at twelve, but he got moved to two, then he's there and he gets mm-hmm. to plays, right? Yeah. So obviously, it wasn't super smooth sailing for yeah, the event. That you know? I mean, look, just in general, I feel like that's some something that should not be a practice anymore. Yeah, and, and you know, honestly, there should just you should not. I mean, we got to stop doing last second registration. Is that's well. what I mean? Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Or do the death pool that I know is 
you know, problematic in its own right, but not as problematic as that. Or, mm-hmm. or certainly, if you're going to allow last-minute registrants, don't change the seeds in the pools, necessitating complete yeah, change yeah, yeah, yeah. in all the pools. Uh, uh, you just have to plant some people out there yeah. wherever they are, but you can't change at the last second. So, yeah. Or just do a death pool. It's funny because NCR did a death pool. Indeed. Totally worked. That sucked for everybody in the death pool. Yes. So it worked so well that the next year that the death pool was actually the best pool to get into right. because everyone <laughs> registered early, and so nobody was in the death pool. So it was like, ooh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, my, my take on it is that a death pool should go in, should feed into another actual pool. Right, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that shouldn't happen anymore. Um, but like I said, I wasn't at SCR most of Saturday and mm-hmm. Sunday, so I, I don't know that I have much yeah, else to I say. Yeah, I mean, I did enjoy it. I thought the event was really cool. I liked the, 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 the way. So it was in the Ontario Convention Center, which it was two year, uh, three years ago, I believe it was. And... Uh, I didn't like it then because right. it was like not in a good space, but this one was on a different area and everything. I thought they organized the room a lot better. It was brighter than the SCR was last year. For some reason, last year, SCR was like a disco. That's like right. Disco I remember venue, that. Right? Yeah. So, oh, man. It was so yeah. loud. And so, you know, I, I really did. I, I, I did enjoy SCR this year. But, you know, I know a lot of people did not have some great experiences there and such. But, I mean, even, for example, on Sunday, uh, I, after I did... Alpha 3 commentary at 10 in the morning till 12. My next commentary block wasn't until Street Fighter 5 at 7 p.m. Yeah. I played like five hours of Tekken. Like Sick. four to five hours Good. of Tekken. I played with a bunch of people. I played with Forwood. Good. Oh, Forward cool. Forwood just kicked my ass yeah, for a player. bunch of times. He's super good at the game. But he really helped set my philosophy on the game okay. a lot more straight. And it's it was... Look, dude, Tekken is like the opposite fighting game. Like, it is seriously bizarro fighting game. And it, it, it's so weird because I did a whole... Oh, hey, it's popping. Oh, hang on a second. Okay, let's see if that's better. Forwood, Forwood, the guy who runs DisplayLag.com, a.k.a. Adil. Let me know if, that, the, 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 if it sounds a little bit better now or if it sounds exactly the same. Not better. Static, still back. Whoa, that's weird. So this is a different problem here. Here. Well, now it's gone. Better now? I didn't do anything. A good old streaming. Dude, I hate this stuff, man. I hate this stuff. Okay. <clears throat> um, Forward runs display lag and everything like that. But I did a whole first attack episode that was basically how to open up your opponent. That when you go and play a fighting game, your whole goal is to learn how to open up your opponent, right? And so based on the game, it's going to be different. So Street Fighter, of course, is really kind of meaty throw. Shimmy is the opening, mm-hmm. is the core opening up. Whereas games like Dragon Ball is going to be the high low and the Dragon Rush, you know, left right kind of things and all these different things. And whenever I got to Tekken in that in that first attack episode, I was like, well, the high low is really you. Know, dangerous and whatever like that so you just open them up with high low and then I go and play Tekken and I talk to Floru and I'm like okay so if you're blocking and you're teching all my throws how do I open you up and he's like Tekken's not a game where you open people up I'm like what <laughs> like how do you play a fighting game where you don't open people up right I was like this just doesn't make any sense to me and he was like no you don't open people up in Tekken he's like you just let people hang themselves like, you just have to play well enough that people just end up hanging themselves. It's not like a game where you try to set them up with this sick high-low mix-up. You literally try to just play as safe as possible until you let someone hang themselves. It was just like, dude, you don't understand. Like, Is that is that 
how is other people agree with that or is that just a forward philosophy i don't know uh, that's a great question know, that's a great question but i've tried to adapt that philosophy a little bit and okay. i've been doing better in okay, the game cool. so you know it's not about because i always just try to do like the sick high low like try to train them and uh, it's really about letting people hang themselves okay. you just really kind of kind of have to play as kind of carefully it was really yeah i mean some people in the chat are saying that's how you beat people in tekken so it's really just about letting people hang themselves and so it's weird like i had to change my whole philosophy cool. on the way that, that game works so the, you know it's weird that these kind of things happen and it's just people don't talk about it. I, that's why I, every time i try to learn these fighting games i'm always trying to learn the philosophy yeah, of the yeah, fighting yeah. game and that's what's most important to me so for yeah. sure you do let people hang themselves in 2d fighters but sometimes you don't have to like, if your offense is stupid enough, like, if your mix-ups are good enough, it right. just doesn't even matter at that point. It's like, you know, Injustice or, or Guilty Gear or whatever like that. They're just not going to block it. You or know, like once... my actual guard break in BB Tag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's just, like, nothing that you can do about it sometimes. So, yeah. But whereas something like when you play in Tekken, it's more like you kind of poke at them, you chip at them. And he was even saying, he's like, you're not even going to do most of your damage through the big launch combo. Even though that's what you see and you're like, oh my god, no, it's really just poke them away, poke them away, sidestep, dodge, find the times to make them whiff, and then you can punish them. So it's really just, you know, you don't open them up because you break their defense. You open them up because you punish their counterattack okay. kind okay. of thing. It was really, really interesting. That so, sounds like a productive Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I, I learned a lot that, that day. So cool, man. already instantly my Tekken game got a lot better. So yeah, that's why movement is so important in Tekken. So any case, I'm totally veering uh, off the topic Yeah, while we discussed this, I I remembered a couple of other things that I thought were weird, like that Dragon Ball Fighters went down to the top eight on Friday, mm -hmm. and so there was no DBFZ on Saturday, Saturday yeah. so that was kind of strange. Mm -hmm. And then it was a bummer to me that all of the pools of Injustice 2 happened simultaneously, because mm. it was the most stacked, most dense. That's right. It wasn't a big event, so I get that you know it's maybe not a priority, just a personal, I wish I had been able to see more of it. Uh, kind of thing, where there were from literally round one top level matches occurring, um, so uh, that was kind of a bummer to me. You know, anyway, maybe not yeah. that big of a deal. Uh, all right, so uh, Sako One Street Fighter. That's all right. So it's the second premiere in just like what a couple of months because he just won the Taiwan Fighting Major. Yeah. So Sako's not even that long. Yeah, and Sako is really showing. And we were talking about the Manat thing, right? Before it was like. He had the craziest combos and everything like that. Or if it got blocked, he had a great reset. Now he's playing it so that he hits you with a partial combo and then has a reset. Like, no matter how he starts it, he'll hit you with, like, two orbs and then he'll have three left. And then he'll try to do a mix-up on you in the middle of that. So it's not even just draining, like, like this chunk of your life. He's draining, like, all of your yeah, life at one dangerous. sequence. It's crazy. And he did these weird things where he would just, like, walk up and try to throw you, walk up, and then the orb would slide forward. Dude, in grand finals, they were on that CPT stage, which is all a blue ring. The orbs that were on the bottom of the screen were totally camouflaged. Like, it was such... Like, I felt like that was such an advantage for him because I couldn't even see the orb. Like, I would see Sokka walk forward with Manat, and the opponent would get hit. And I was like, wait, what did they get hit Damn, by? Right. You know, and it had to have been an orb. And that was uh, Xiao Hai who got second, right? It was. So Xiao Hai got second. That's cool for him. Chris T got third. Fantastic placing. Dude, Fantastic he, placing for him. He beat Momochi dude, when in he the Ken beat, Mirror. Dude, you saw his reaction when, when, when Momochi picked Ken, right? 
I mean, he he was just yes, he was still, yeah, he was so euphoric. And honestly, after he won that, I felt like that was such a high for him that he just played so well. Yeah. Afterwards, he was able to beat Storm Kubo. Oh yeah. yeah. And then he beat uh, who was the other one that he beat? He beat Bon Chan. That's right. And then he ran into Shao Hai and Cammy. You know, he just got Cammied. But you know. Well, I mean, he took a game. It wasn't like he got blitzed. Right. So. No, that that was maybe the best I've ever actually seen him play. Yeah, I, I actually so told Chris. I told Chris that you know I thought the best I had ever seen him play was that game over at, right. at uh, in the Dominican Republic earlier this year, and I told him I was like, "You played better than that. You played better than that." Oh. Boy, that thing is moving at two frames a second. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so shout outs to. Uh, uh, VTN Wesley for the gift tier to uh, right. the gifts sub to Ace Kings. This is September. If you sub right now, um, it, you can gift subs to people right now. And if the person who is gifted a sub goes and clicks automatic renew, the next month will renew for only $1. Oh. And uh, the streamers still get the full amounts. Really? And stuff like that. Yeah. So wow. if anybody else wants to, I mean, I, on my stream, I've had people gifting subs all over the Dang, place. Dang, all right. Pretty wild. So shout outs to all the, the guys out there. So. And that ends in like five days? Uh, yeah, it ends in okay. like five days. Right. So yeah. Cool. <laughs> get on it while you can. Um, the cool first samurai to be up there. He yeah. got fifth. That was cool. Punk was up there in top eight again. He did yeah. really well at uh, DreamHack, right? He was. Yeah. Wasn't he up there? Maybe I'm wrong about that. I guess but, he got. I mean, regardless DreamHack, of what it is, he's, he's done much better. I feel lately. like Punk is playing like season season yeah, one yeah, two Punk. Yeah, I think he's play, He's back up there. And you know what? I think a lot of it comes down to him just going back to Karen and, and believing in believing in Karen. Yeah, right I agree now. with you. Because uh, when he went to Cami, that just I didn't like that. I didn't like that change for him. So for sure, for I sure. I didn't feel like it worked out for him. Uh, so. Toy continues to do super well. I feel like he's the most under-reported uh, player in the North American Street Fighter scene right now. Respect on the man. He's name. super good. Super, super <laughs> good. Uh, very cool for Dankadias to do that that well. Same with Commander Jesse. A couple yeah. snake. Oh, and also Snake Eyes, SoCal boys. Uh, they they each beat super high level players mm, to get there, mm, so mm. that was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Nice work, everybody. Yeah, this I mean this was a stacked stacked tournament. Yeah, players there from all over the place. Very very hard. <laughs> Sonic Punk. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, hey, you saw how that benefited uh, Dawn as well at CEO Otaku, right? Oh, I didn't. She got the top eight winners wearing the Sonic. Was she watching yeah, it? Oh, she was dang, wearing. Right? She she was wearing, wearing Sonic it. Fox's uh, the the hat. So she was a Sonic Dawn uh, that weekend. Too, okay. So, so we all see the power of. That Did not realize. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters was one with yeah, by Punk, Punk actually tried to wear it during the top eight, but he messed up because he wore it backwards, and so he just lost all the power basically. So he doesn't know. Yeah, he, he doesn't know. Uh, yeah, anyway, Kazunoko first, Dover second when it came to Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, Sonic Fox got third playing Bardock Nappa 16. You know I don't keep up with the game. It's his brand new team. He was testing it out. He yeah, was and he didn't stuff. keep it up the next week. No, 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 no. After he lost that one, he was like, well, that team didn't work. <laughs> yeah. So basically, with... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. That was cool. Pretty cool to see Kudeta up there, uh, up-and-coming player. Yeah, but Kazunoko, man, that guy... I mean, he's just he's just taking it all over the place right now. So yeah, he's, doing he's it good. Really, well, really, really, really well. Japan number one and two in that event. Uh, in Tekken, Jimmy J. Tran won it, which is cool. I mean, there was actually uh, you know some of the foreign players there, uh, but that's the second time now that an American player has taken a Tekken World Tour event. 
like this. So uh, I think Joey Fury took one recently, and then Jimmy Trey Tran took this one. So uh, it's really good sign for the American players. Looks like they're uh, getting up there and getting that is nice. in the game. Yeah, Dimeback, yeah, yeah. who's... Uh, I didn't watch the top eight because I was playing Tekken. Ding. All right. I respect that. <laughs> you know, I always respect the players who don't pay attention to the top eight. They're yeah, just playing themselves. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Super respect yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Dimeback got oh, it was second. Anakin. It was Anakin who won Summer Jam. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, uh, okay. And Saint was there, but he got fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I mean. There's definitely some quality players there, and for Jimmy Trey Tran to take that is really big. So, so I watched some of this Street Fighter Alpha Three Jeez, event. So that good. seemed like it was a lot of fun. Version seems ridiculous. See, Version, he was he's dumb. He's, he he's, seems ridiculous. I mean, so apparently, so is V Cody good? I don't know the game. So that well. V Cody is not great, but he has a crouch counter, crouch cancel infinite, right? right. So he's going to be good for that reason. Like I said, he has the bug against uh, V Akuma. I'm surprised that I didn't see people take advantage of that anymore. Because if you throw an air fireball on, because he has to dodge. Right. V Cody doesn't block, right? So he dodges and he comes back. But the air fireball triggers a glitch that he dodges it and he gets stuck in dodge for much longer than he's supposed to. Okay. So you can actually throw an air fireball, walk up, throw him. Neutral jump, throw an air fireball, he dodges, he walk up, throw him. Is and he just, throwable during the dodge? Yeah, yeah he's throwable during the dodge and stuff like that. Wow. So I don't know, but I did see him low block the air fireball once. So crouch block might be the secret then. So then it might be like a 50-50. Like, do I stand block the fireball or crouch block, et cetera, et cetera. But look, I'm just going to say this right here because you know what? This is our show. So okay. I don't okay. care. We weren't allowed to say this on commentary. Okay. okay? But Version is basically the greatest Alpha 3 player. He is the guy who organizes the entire Alpha community in Japan. Okay. He does all, he organizes the national Alpha tournament. Is that that a real thing? Yeah, he has an actual national Alpha 3 tournament. It was the same weekend as. SCR. No! He, he helped organize that national event, then flew out to SCR to win $7,000. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> wow. But yeah, he really wanted to win this, and he, he actually, Man. yeah, he helps organize the national tournament, dude. So Anyway, it was, it was fun to watch. Yeah. Um, dude, it was great to see. I saw so many old friends that I right. had. Saber was there. Dude, right. there was a player named Alex Navarro from Florida, and I said Saber was from Florida afterwards. Apologies. Oh, from Arizona. Really? Yeah, yeah he's from Arizona. But uh, Alex Navarro, I haven't seen that guy forever. Danny Leong was there to play that. He's only names Wat- to me. I don't even, yeah. Yeah, Mike Watson showed up to play in the Alpha 3 tournament. Dude, it was super cool, dude. It was super cool. And and shout-outs, obviously, to uh, Makoto's V Zangief was sick, mm-hmm. uh, to... Uh, to uh, what was it? Maki, right? Was Maki the Chun Li? Yeah. Uh, shout outs to her as well. Yeah, she she, played, she really was good. awesome. I so. saw a tweet from her where she was like uh, talking about how she flew all the way across the world to go play video games. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She was worried that her kids would think that was really dumb, uh-huh, uh-huh. but her kids were like really proud of her yeah. for doing that well. They're like, "You're the fourth best in the world," yeah. and she was like, "Oh, this yeah, is awesome." I think that's really so, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she looked like, I mean, the cool part about it is, like, you know, I got to say hi to her and stuff like that and a little bit after the tournament and everything like that. But it was just like uh, Nakano Saga and I forgot who the other player was at CEO coming out to America mm-hmm. for the first time to play in these tournaments. They just looked like they were having a blast. They were just having such a good time. She She's married. She has two kids. She's married to another Chun-Li player in Alpha. And <laughs> apparently, like, she only came out of retirement because the 30th anniversary came out. And that was the only reason why she started that's playing hilarious. again. So, oh, man. you know, at some point that's going to be all of us, right? Like that's a, that that oh, right now that story yeah. is like 
How quaint. Right, uh, 100%. 100%. Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Uh, Jonah won it, beating Kazunoko in Grand Finals, and he is playing ridiculous right now. We'll talk about the following <laughs> he's week. Won he's won two in a row. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. He looks amazing. Not even just in this. He won Blaze Blue Central Fiction here as Correct. well. So, Correct. Yeah, uh-huh. So he played amazingly well. Yeah. Uh, I saw the, the. I didn't get to watch the top four. I was playing Tekken at the time. Okay. Um, but also. I watched it. Punk. Just missed getting into the top four, uh-huh. losing to Koopa. He went up 2-0 over Koopa, and then Koopa came back 0-3 against him. And I don't know if they could, you could see it on the stream, but he was heartbroken. Okay. He was heartbroken. So, you know, Punk totally understandable. Yeah. yeah, he is definitely putting in the work in this game. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a good player. Sonic Fox also fifth. Um, Zombie Move played super well. That was, it was a really fun tournament to watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, good character variety. Soul Calibur 6 won by Signia with Yoshimitsu. Yeah, that was just an exhibition there. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Undernight won by Squish uh, with yeah, Akatsuki. Akatsuki. Yeah. Cool. Um, Guilty Gear Extra Rev won by Kazunoko, Raven, Kizzy K second. <laughs> uh, as we said, BBCF won by Jonah. MVCI was uh, a good tournament. They, it was really fun to watch. Yeah, that is a good question. Some people are, I mean, someone in the chat says that top four is stupid, right? And I wonder why Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle in particular got top four. It's like it's such a brand new game. I, I would imagine they would have just did top eight, you know, for that game, but I guess not. So, I mean, I think that's really unfortunate. I so. absolutely yeah. agree with you. Uh, anyway, yeah, Marvel Infinite was cool. Who won that one? That was, I think, Duel Kevin. Yeah, yeah Duel, Duel Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clockwork got in the top four, but he got fourth place, mm-hmm. if I remember. So. Yeah, you're right. Dude, and, and you know what? DGV won Super Turbo Tournament of Legends Qualifier. I said this on Twitter. I'm just going to do it again. Uh, but, uh, you know, in terms of uh, uh, girl players in, in, in the fighting game community, Wave... Wave Chan, oh, yeah. an MVCI player. It's really, really, really good, huh? and uh, she plays at NLBC all the time. There's a hand handheld footage of her beating Elver Sick. at SCR. Yeah, she's she, did, she did really well in that tournament, and I think that uh, you know she deserves a lot more. She deserves a lot more talk for being such a strong player. So agreed. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so DGV qualifies for Tournament of Legends 3 yeah. in Super Turbo. That tournament was fun, too. I it got to do fun. the top 8 for that one. So, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. fun to watch. I, I watched that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Injustice 2, which, as I mentioned, I thought may have been like the densest top top player to anybody else ratio well, All tournament, 16 like, players at the ever. top of the board was there. It was, right? it was super strong. I mean, not, not just that, but like that, that was the last of the major tournaments who give points to go for the IPS uh, finals. Okay, so okay, everybody okay. needed the points. So part of why I was disappointed that there were was, all the pools were happening simultaneously is that I knew that every match was going to be legit. Yeah. And if yeah, everything yeah. happens simultaneously, then you get like 10 matches on stream or I don't, whatever they ended up getting, I had to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I thought I was disappointed in that. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, the top eight was was good. Of course. I mean, it sounded like it was a pretty big deal that Sonic Fox won that again. It, right? it was, so. yeah. I mean, he was going to qualify anyway via points for the IPS finals, but uh, this he just hasn't been winning he, events, right? Right. So yeah, yeah. Had, well, yeah, exactly. He's been concentrating so he won, on Dragon Ball all the time. That's just what. And he'll tell you he's still doing that, but I hear mm-hmm. I hear to the contrary. Uh, Sonic Fox won with Black Canary. Oh really? With Canary. What? Why does this guy never choose the same character, dude? Is he? Does he get bored? I I think that is part of it. Because I mean, I he was using that crazy Nappa team uh, uh, for Dragon Ball, and you know that's why he was like, "Oh, I'm done with this team now." So, but uh, I swear he wins with a different character every time I, I hear him playing in Injustice. So, no, you are uh, basically <laughs> right about that. To be honest, 
Uh, he has he has a few characters that he tends to go back to. Someone but says they keep patching his characters. Is that true? <laughs> nah. Um, okay, okay. That that's. I mean, it's unfortunate that NRS patched its games so often for MK9, Injustice One, and early part of MKX, uh, and now it has the reputation of constant uh, patching. Yeah, but Injustice okay. Two was not like that. Yeah, yeah they, they haven't really, been patched. Like that literally, much, like yeah. some characters have been patched almost not at all throughout the entirety mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm, game's mm-hmm. lifespan. Um, so no, it's not. It's not like that. But right. I mean, there are a couple characters. Maybe all right. Maybe talk about cold and whatever. There's maybe a couple characters, but for the most part, not like that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. And Sonic really Fox is actually going to do really well for Soul Calibur. I mean, he's 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 played it a little bit before. He has a history of DOA, so he yeah. knows 3D fighting games. I know Kayane played him in a bunch and even wrote a whole bunch about it like how good he was and how I mean, quick he was he's he, just a smart he, kid he, so I think he was just like he's just basically been bred to play fighting games mm-hmm. it feels like at this point by his older brother right that's my theory so, yeah, yeah so he, that's this, all he's been doing and to the point where he knows he can win a lot of money and has won a lot of money man how can you not be that good at fighting games if you just knew this is you could do this as a career for your for your childhood yeah. you know yeah he did he did play uh, Soul Calibur before too. Yeah, yeah, first yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic Fox is not the best DOA player, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't it like his brother or something uh, like you that? You know, I, yeah, I th- his brother or somebody else. I don't think Fox is the best. Okay, okay. But uh, he certainly did do well in it's DOA. His bro- Quiggles, that's what his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and Excalibur Blades. Yes, that's correct. So um, that'll be cool too. Once Soul Calibur Six comes out, we'll get to see those two guys shine on a bigger stage. That'll actually be super cool. Agreed with you. So. By the way, oh, if they play Soul Calibur in any case. so Dragon is also learning Soul Calibur. In fact, he flew all the way to, to SCR oh. just to play Soul, Soul Cal- Calibur. He didn't enter the... I don't think he even entered Injustice. Um, Pokemon won by Alistair. That's cool. Arms happened. Uh, yeah, there you go. It was yeah, a good event. So, fun event. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I mean, honestly, like... It's a good event, but there's just... There's nothing in Ontario, dude. The location is one of the worst. Yeah. You're you're right. I mean, you know, you talk about bad locations, and that's not all that there is to making a good tournament. Maybe that's not even, like, the biggest part. Uh Because, you know, CEO location had a ton of problems. Right. But the venue was great. Yeah, and the tournament yeah, yeah. was great. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Combo Breaker is in the absolute boonies. Right. But the tournament is fantastic. Right. So that's not all that goes into making a good tournament. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have anything in the area, it's, you know, you're going to have to work pretty hard mm-hmm, for the rest mm-hmm, of it. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, what are you going to do? There's not, there's only so many places in Southern California that have affordable big venues. It was so. also like nine, it was like a, almost 100 degrees outside, mm. right? And so like, my car got super hot, and let me tell you something. This is just like the nastiest thing, but like, okay, I my parents always are like, oh, take this vitamin, take this vitamin, or whatever like that. One of the things that they make me take is fish oil. Okay, pills, I take right? fish oil. You do take fish oil, right? Yeah, it's good for joints. So, yes, it's good for joints and everything like that. I need. And um, I have like a capsule with all of my medication. Your fish blew up. Did the fish, fish blow? oil blew no! up and melted, and now like. All of my clothes and my bag and everything smelled like fish at that point in time. Wow. I tried washing the bag that I have because it's, it's, it's material and I can wash it. <laughs> oh, and all it, did, all it did was make all my clothes smell like fish oil. So I had to rewash <laughs> everything again just to get rid to I was not happy because it was so hot Horrible. in that car, dude. So ugh. Horrible. Yeah. 
pretty <laughs> gross. Yeah, it was not fun. Anyways, uh, <laughs> old fish steak Chen now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, then this past weekend was uh, Capcom Pro Tour in Japan. Uh, I think they just called it the Japan premiere, but it was at TGS. Mm-hmm. All of us just called it TG- TGS as we typically do. Um, that was won by Tokido. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he was dominating the whole event. He had to come from losers to win. But man, incoming from losers, he beat Fudo, who got second place. Some of the fastest that I've ever it seen was, in a it, grand final. It was 12 to 1 round. 12 to 1 round. And yeah. you know what? It's all, it's all El Chacote's fault. El Chacote. El Chacote, sorry. Because he sent him to losers at SCR with Armika. <laughs> so you know Tokido afterwards was like, let me study this You're character. You're probably right. Let me study this character. Okay. And then that was it. That was it. So. Yeah. No, he, he dominated oh, in the grand finals. We're getting bits and we forgot to do our thing. Oh. Tap 2 GG with good old Jimmy Fishmouth and giving us seven bits. Woo! There you go. Okay, yeah. there you go. Uh, that was cool. Nemo got third place. I feel like it's been a while since that happened. Yes. It was also cool to see Knuckle Dude get fourth place at a premiere in East Asia. Because yeah. it's not that common that American players travel to East Asia and do well. He made it on winner's side, too. Yeah, so, he, uh, yeah. he was uh-huh. looking good. So I thought Justin that was got sick. ninth place as well. So he did. He just missed it by losing to NL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good one. That was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, God, there was, there's a lot of like. It was oh. such a crazy stack tournament. You know, you look through it, and 25th places include like Daigo and Mago and Nishkin and Hot Dog and Shaohai, who had just gotten second. Like, it, it was <laughs> such a mega stack. But tournament. what that means, though, is that Trashbox is now in line to get one of those licenses. Right, right? correct. So. Yeah, since everybody above him, he got seventh place, but everybody above him either wasn't eligible or already had. A pro mm-hmm. license, Japanese, whatever it's Jespa or whatever they call it, license. Uh, he then gets one. So, yep. you know, I guess congrats. As we've discussed, I'm no fan of that mechanic, but uh, Fudo stamps. Congrats. With three bits. Woo! Woo! There you go. Okay. Yeah, but uh, there you go. Tokido, after getting you know taken out in pools at SCR, comes back immediately, wins a major. I don't think there's any question that he's the best player. He's the best, he's the best right? I mean, ever. He's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, the best fighting game player ever. Yeah. Uh, but look, I thought people made too much out of him losing in pools. Dude, it was ridiculous. Too much it out was, of him. It was, I mean, dude, he had been for three years. He had not missed a top eight at a premiere, except for like three times. And then he gets out. I mean, obviously, he hasn't had that quite that success recently, right? But that's still a number of factors, right? But then immediately after that, they're like, oh, game's random. Like, you know. I don't care what game it is. At some point, you're going to lose in pools. Right. You're just uh-huh. going to have a pool where there are really melee. good players. Unless it's melee. Unless it's All melee. Right, fine. But in general, it's going to be like that. Right. North uh, side blue. I think it's totally fine. Woo! Woo! Yeah. But- yeah, I, re- I really think it's not that big of a deal. And I don't think that the game is any more random than SF4 was. I feel like people just have this, like, mass... Uh, amnesia with how we all viewed SF4. Well, so, the, so this is what I've always said about the game, is that I, I feel like Street Fighter V just needs a little bit more, because you even said it yourself, like in Street Fighter V, for some reason when you get knocked down, you get this feeling of panic. I do, I right? do even and, though I shouldn't. Right, because that's the way the game is built. Yeah. It's it's just designed that when you get knocked down, you, you don't have a backdash, you don't have, in Super Turbo, if I choose to block, you can't throw me. Even if I block a low short and then you throw me, it still felt better because I got to block one thing, so I got one form of success. 
and that one little bit of success doesn't exist in Street Fighter you know, in Street Fighter Five, in Four, it was just stupid vortex. I quit the game because of the I vortex remember. because I just thought it was the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. Right? Even so, though your character could do it, you just thought it was super dumb. Yeah, it was dumb, and I didn't want. I, I felt like Justin did yeah. with that game is I didn't want to go and study the vortex or cameo yeah. because it was different for every character, yeah. and I was just like, this is not how I want to play the game. Right? Sure. So, so, yeah. People but, definitely lost in pools. Can I just tell you that in SF Four? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, like, it's so it's. It's crazy. Right. Basically, people, I really think there's like mass amnesia. Tokido ha- is crazy consistent. Right. I feel like he's uh-huh. probably more consistent in By SF5 the way, than he was in SF4. Adam Sedge, woo! Okay. Woo! Anyways, Don't you think he's more consistent in this game? Oh, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but that's because he's also even said, remember in Street... That towards the end of Street Fighter 4 is when he got stronger because he had to learn how to play fundamentals right. because he relied on the Vortex too much. Right. And when Akuma got nerfed and they added the, the, the delayed getup, he told himself, I'm not going to drop Akuma because I can't Vortex as easily. I just got to learn better fundamentals. Tokido said he had to Indeed. learn better fundamentals, you know, and... and, and so again, like there's SF4 was a pretty good game. In my opinion, there's two factors of that's increasing kind of the randomness okay. of Street Fighter Five. One, the players are just too goddamn good too right many now. Good players. It's too many good players, so that's not randomness, right? Yeah. Second factor, maybe could be, but not really. There's just too many characters now. There's more characters now. So Daigo's going to lose to a Zeku because he's oh, never played against know. a Zeku. I mean, SF4 had so many at the oh, end. Oh, SF4 was ridiculous. I mean, yeah. that's a whole other problem. Okay. But I'm just saying that because the characters are coming oh. out little by little, you don't have the Zeku and stuff like that. So you're going to have people lose the characters that they're kind of unfamiliar with. But again, yeah. that's not randomness. That's, that's a- your fault because you didn't study the character, right? So... I mean, for sure, the game has problems, as we've often discussed. <laughs> the variable input. Lag, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like there's some randomness that we can talk to about. Everything about SF5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some randomness we can talk <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah okay. For if sure. you, I mean, like, if everybody was like, Tokido lost a variable because of variable input lag, I would be like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. But, uh, sure. <laughs> you know, my position is still that I think SF5 is better than SF4. Yeah. So. Uh, CEO Taku also happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. CEO Taku. I wish that I had made time for this game. I wouldn't have been able to go anyway. I was busy this weekend, but uh, man, that looked like a blast. They said that they doubled the entrance, I think, from last year to this year. Like, it is becoming, like, okay. super legit, like, one of the biggest majors for it. And in fact, it's going to be part of the Arc Revo Tour next year, if I'm well, not mistaken. That's good. BB Tag had 324 entrants. Yeah, that's look at that. big. That's awesome, dude. Yes. That's awesome. So shout out to Jay Bailey for doing a great job with that. And you know, obviously he's been the one throwing out all the tweets congratulating himself. But you know, like he was saying stuff like you know people didn't believe that you could have an event on just anime. But look at me and blah blah blah. But you, you know, know, the thing about Alex and his big head is that <laughs> sometimes, uh, like it's earned in part. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's not like he's just walking uh-huh. around. You know, getting a C after not studying the entire year. Like, he <laughs> he got an A. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But, but, yeah, that's the thing about Alex. And, and the other thing is that when, when you tell him, like, hey, man, you're getting a little bit too big here. You're getting a little bit too big head. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, yeah. he'll own mm-hmm. up to it. Mm-hmm. He knows. So I respect he knows. that. But honestly, uh, it was really cool uh, that I watched like some of the Eunice. I watched Eunice Top 8 with my cat sleeping on me. I tweeted Aww. a picture of that. It was really cool. So then, then the cat 
like had a dream and started shaking and mm -hmm. then drooled all over my arm and I was like, this is gross. Well, that's uh, <laughs> something that can happen. Uh, so like I said, BB Tag was the biggest game and it was, as a result, the final one. You know, you might have thought, in fact, I guess I did think that it would have been Dragon Ball Fighters, but it was not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was not. It's super cool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy. I mean, you know, we've talked much uh, at length about how we love this game. Yeah. So that's awesome that uh, it's, that is doing that well, well. To be fair, I haven't played it much recently because oh. I've been cracking out on Tekken. Oh, so, yeah. Hey, yeah. man. That, that's cool. Yeah, that's, a, that's a worthy reason. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, I've still been playing a lot of Tekken. Uh, mm -hmm. Jonah won it. As I Again, mentioned before, yep. he mm -hmm. won both this and at SCR. Dude, that guy is ridiculous. He's look, he's looks yeah, so he looks strong right now. Although he did tweet, he's like, I think he tweeted something like, I don't know how I did this. <laughs> so, but great job to to to, to Jonah for sure. So yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um, it was a good tournament. Like if you look at the character results, there was a lot of variety in there. Mm -hmm. Wald Tager made it up there with Jan. You got Jubei Ragna. I thought that was pretty sick. Uh, Mitsuru New. It was cool. Yeah, really, uh, really fun to watch. Yeah, Undernight had second most uh, clear lamp, won it with Byakuya. Yeah, Squish was, got second. It with was Akatsuki. close. Yeah, I mean Squish. I mean he won SCR. He yeah. almost did a back to back as well, and he was also the one that won Evo. So you know, oh, dang, Squish right. is uh, pretty dang legit with Katsuki. So, got it. Yeah, so legit, if you look at the so. top eight, you have Byakuya, Akatsuki, Chaos, Line, Gordo, Wagner. Wagner? How do you, how do you pronounce I, that? I say Wagner, but right. it doesn't matter. Um, Orie and Yuzuria. That was eight characters in the top eight. Dude, so, I mean, when we did the, 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 when Henry Choi and I did the, uh, by the way, congratulations to Henry Choi, got married, so congratulations to him. Uh, but when we did the character stuff and, you know, we had all the Unist players in our chat and everything like that, dude, that game is actually super well balanced right now. It's really, really well Very balanced. Cool. And so, I mean, obviously, there's characters like Phonon who are like everyone's just like, oh god, this Is character. She too good? She's she's probably considered like I think top, maybe top one or two or something okay. like that. But she's she's really good. She didn't make top eight at this she one. Didn't make top eight, Machine Supreme. Woo! Woo! There you go. Seventeen characters in top sixteen. Really? Dang, that's pretty. That sick. is crazy. Good, good stuff. Katana Prime, of course. Uh, Katana Prime also got to do his first Tekken commentary at SCR, yeah, right. so that was actually yeah, really that was cool. Guilty Gear Extra Drive 2 was won by Summit. I didn't watch any of that. Uh, I just see who was in there. Da, 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 da. Okay, no, never mind. Go for it. And then Dragon Ball Fighter Sonic Fox won it. He went back to Bardock, Zamasu, Android 16. Uh, oh, Super Noon in third place. Super Good Noon. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Looking God, Super Noon, Zikil Sage. Super Noon really is doing great in this game right now. Yeah, He's man. Really he has been the whole time. Though. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Yohosi got fifth. And that's really cool. And she mentioned mm -hmm. it a little bit that, you know, that that's. Uh, she felt like she really leveled up at SCR. Yeah, that's pretty uh, cool. I'd love to see that more. It's from her. nice because you know I know she's been a little bit hot on herself. She went to the summit. She right. went 0 and 12 at the summit, right. and then she hasn't been performing well out of the tournaments. And I love a lot of that. A lot of people don't even realize how much of fighting games really is own self doubt. Hmm. You know what I mean? And to get into the top eight, I mean she had a pop off and everything like that. And okay. Then, you know, and then she got into winner side top eight, and you know I'm really happy for her. So I'm really happy. Definitely. For her. Uh, is it a surprise that Pepper Splash got up there? I feel like he's been good for a long time. Pepper Splash has been an excellent Guilty Gear player. He's yeah. one of the best Johnnies yeah. out there, so there's nothing to me that's surprising yeah, about okay. him. I mean, if this is new for him, if he hasn't been playing a lot of Dragon Ball, I mean, and then he shows up and gets top eight, I mean, makes sense to me. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah. 
So someone's asking, what is Eunice? Eunice is kind of like an anime game, but more closer to KOF, I would say, because it's a horizontal game. There is actually no such thing as perfect air blocking. You know, there's stuff that you cannot air block. There's no high jumps in the game. So it's a very horizontal-based anime game that characters are completely crazy and batshit insane, and it's wonderful. Yeah, it's a wonderful. good game. Uh, Accent Core, Plus R, won by Kadako with May. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Sailor Moon S, Mr. K won it with Uranus. <laughs> Oh, Which is the one? Do you, I don't know, you know. She's the one that can tell, like, dash across the screen and SPD you, I think. So why so. doesn't everybody? I don't know anything about the game other than that. Yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah, like uh-huh. just knowing that. Well, there's some characters that have, like, meaty fireballs that do more damage on block than they do, do on hit. You know, like, the, like the, game, the reason why everyone loves this game is because all the characters are just, like, stupidly broken. Like, they're just stupidly broken, so. I saw a missing person at uh, JMAC Montreal, and he was. I was like, hey, are you going to be traveling or anything? He was like, yeah, I'll be going to see you. Did I miss a thousand bits? Uh, Wow. Did I? Oh, yeah, there you go. You still have Zoidberg. Gave us a thousand bits. Okay, yeah. No, I'll give that a woo 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 Oh man! Yeah, that, that game also has a Sagat message. that can do thirty percent damage, low tiger shot as many times as she wants on low health. Okay. <laughs> oh man, it's great. Uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. Yeah, but shoutouts to uh, CEO Taku, always doing uh, cool stuff for the for the anime games, and uh, it's it's gonna be an awesome year. Arc Revo's coming out. You know, they announced like some of the events. They're just a uh, like, I think CO Taku is going to be one of the events and such. So, you know, next year and everything. So, Arc Revo 2019 is going to be cool. It's going to be fun. Well, I also heard really good things, although I didn't watch it, about the MVCI Top 8. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, yeah. It was I heard super, that was really good. Super, dude, I, I didn't get to watch a lot of it. I'm going to do an FTC Rewind on it and okay, watch cool. it on stream at some point in time. But, man, that Grand Finals was down to the last game. Sick, and, okay. And, and, and when Tyson won. So, Tyson lost two knives at CEO. Okay. So uh, this was kind of like okay. a rematch, and he won the very last game, and you could see knives was just, oh, my God. Like you, It was like Ralph Wiggum. You could see the oh. moment that the heart broke. You know, it was, oh, it was brutal. But, dude, I mean, we'll talk about MVCI a little uh, bit Well, more. that's it when it comes to events. Well, oh, no, there was also EGX. EGX, yeah, 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 EGX, EGX. So. You're right. You're right. I meant to. I tried to time it so that the Marvel one would be the last, but uh, mm, okay, I, just, I got okay. it wrong. So Angry Bird. Well, mm. even before we get that, I just kind of want to mention there's been a couple of other things like uh, there was Never Give Up in Chile. I always want to oh, give yeah. the I always want to give the Latin America scene a bunch of shout outs. Thunderstruck is coming up as well. So there's a Fighting Fest in DR this coming weekend, and then the next weekend after that is going to be Thunderstruck in Mexico. So okay. there's a bunch of uh, cool Latin America events. So definitely support them. But uh, Chris T won Never Give Up in Chile. Yeah, man. So he's been killing it lately for sure. Yeah, Mysterio got uh, fourth place. Doomsnake got fifth place in that tournament. So there you go. Okay, EGX. Yeah, man. Uh, so the premiere was won by Luffy. So the way that this worked was that there was a there was a regular premiere uh-huh. that anybody could enter uh, on the first two days. Right. And that was won by Luffy. Um, then there was the last chance then, falls to the regional. Right. Which was won by Angry Bird, and then there was the actual regional. Exactly. 
Which Angry Bird won. Which he also won. Yeah, exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So the European uh, uh, representative, representative will be from the Middle East. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but again, another situation again. Did you see the clip of him winning? I didn't. Dude, after he wins, he just oh, I did, I did, I he did, sits did. there at the machine for like one second, and Logan's just yelling. He's just like, "Oh, he's yeah. made it into the. He's gonna represent Capcom Cup." Yeah. And I swear, as soon as Logan said that, you could see the realization creep uh-huh. into him, and then he just was like, and then the yeah. emotions just all jumped in there. So yeah. you know, I mean, I'll tell you what, man. I know you know. Obviously, getting into Capcom Cup is a big deal because you can win a lot of money, right. and there's a lot of people who talk about, oh, people only play these fighting games because of like, oh, they only play Street Fighter Five for money. But you don't have that kind of reaction just because it's money. Of course, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then there was also a scene of Kichipamu beating Storm Kubo. I think it was. Uh, or, I think no, it was Fujimura. Fujimura, right? And after he won, he got super emotional. Yeah. He was just like almost crying and stuff like that. And you, you have to understand, like. Fighting games is fighting games, man. You play it because you're passionate about mm-hmm. it, right? You're just going to play it because you're passionate about it. So Agreed, dude. So congrats to Angry Bird. That is super awesome. Zeku in the yeah. in Capcom Cup. You Come know, on, dude. Let's, let's go. I'm not going to tell you that I think Zeku is top tier or anything, but uh, I was always confused why people thought that he was bottom tier. Well, I honestly... It, oh, I think that he's bottom tier because no one explored him, yeah. right? So I just feel like and then I think it was he wasn't explored because he came out at a really terrible time. He came out in November or October right. of a Capcom Cup year. So no one's ever really actually going to take the time to play the character to learn what he's capable of. Well, he did get buffed as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm not going to, like, uh, who's... Mr. Friday says that it was definitely a player. I definitely agree with that, <laughs> of course. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's been some talk in the scene is like, about how good Zeku is as a result of this. And also, you know, Angry Bird's done well recently, not just mm-hmm, at this mm-hmm, tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think he's yeah, pretty the Zeku, good. The Zeku at SCR was the one who knocked out Daigo. He was from Mex... No, he was... I believe Colombia. Colombia, yeah, you're right. Yeah, oh, the, the ex-Marvel player. I played Thor in Marvel 3. Um, well... Yeah, I know. Our brains aren't the best. I don't remember so. offhand. Somebody's going to tell it to me, and I'll be like, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was definitely one of the latter. Serpentaurus, that's yeah. what it was. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyway, awesome for Angry Bird to be there. Uh, very cool to see that. That means that he's guaranteed to be at Ca- uh, Capcom Cup. So, even though he's, I think, 52nd, if I recall correctly, in terms of overall points. The Luffy, you mean? Or, or, no, or, or uh, Angry, Angry Bird. Bird. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. not what matters. Uh-huh. He's just qualified. He's won the regional, so he's in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... I mean, Zuri, again, but... oh, man, what a what a great moment for that guy, dude! What a great, very, moment very for cool. That guy, so. And uh, as we were saying, the premiere itself was won by Luffy. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. So um, he's, he'll, he's doing. Momi's fine. been killing it lately. He got second place. I feel like that's mm-hmm. been occurring quite a bit. Got to think that his his win is not that far away. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting because there's all these camis all over the place. Momi, obviously a cami player, shout out cami player. But you know, someone actually pointed out to me that like in all the top eights, cami has like a losing record or something like that. So she has like a terrible record against like Manat. She has a terrible record against Karen. She has a terrible record against like... Well, she also and, has the most games played in top Right, eight. by almost 200 games, right? So it's it's weird like contrast. Like, because the guy was trying to argue to me that she wasn't the best character in the game. Okay. And I still think she's the best character yeah, in the game. I agree with so, you. Yeah. Personally, I think it's Cami, Guile, Akuma. 
Really? Okay. I thought it was like... I, I mean, at this point in time, I kind of believe in the Akuma hype a little bit, so I'm kind of like a Kami Akuma guile now. But it's definitely those three. And then and then uh, Monot sure. and, and Monot and Ibuki are in four and five, I feel like. Fair I think that's, I, that's the same top five that I've heard everybody say. Everybody has that top five. Everybody has that top five. Yeah, yeah. It's, kind of, it's kind of that situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that... Uh, <laughs> That's it for the big ones. There was mm-hmm. also so the Injustice Two Intercontinental Championship Finals. Mm-hmm. I mean, championships are being um, worked on. Right, there's going to be finals that will occur in Vienna, but each region sends people to Vienna. Mm-hmm. And the Australian winners were Wasbinator, DS Wasbinator, who played Catwoman, and Ozh Gilbags, who played Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. Um, Middle East was uh, won by Tekken Master. So okay. Okay. Uh, Nasser Esports. Is looking good right now because Angry Bird is in Nasser and Tekken <laughs> right. Master also, right. as well as Shark Tooth, who got second mm-hmm. place there. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Uh, there was also an AFA Jakarta X Game Start results. This was a uh, radar event, I think, for uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. So let me see what. Is, yeah, radar event, and so the winner was AG Drek with uh, SSG SS Vegito. Uh, SS Goku and SS Vegeta, and they'll be going to be able to fly to any Saga event of their choice now. So there you go. That took place uh, there. Um, trying to see if there's anything else because there's a. Well, there's I'm, a I move that we move on. Bunch of stuff honest. over here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No worries. <clears throat> okay. Uh, do you want to take a break or do you want to just? Let's take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to go over Marvel Infinite as it uh, exists a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, that took a lot longer to discuss results than I had expected, but yeah, I guess I that's to be expected because there were three weeks that we missed. Yeah, and, and to be fair, we were talking about, we weren't going through just like, here's this number eight, number seven, we were that's talking about. That's why I thought about, it would yeah, take yeah. less time. Okay, but, okay. Um, <laughs> it didn't actually happen, so. But three weeks of results, yes, three yeah. weeks of results. Okay, we'll be right back, we'll get into Marvel, and then uh, we may cut out like 5-5 five, five matchup this week just to finish yeah. by eight. Okay, be right back, guys. Turkey sandwich. Not bad. Let's go. We will talk about Armada. Yes, we will definitely talk about that. Oh, there we go. Shoutouts to Natakan for the 100 bits. Woo! You know, I think Jubei is super good. Oh, have you been playing a lot of Jubei's? No, it's more like I've been just finding stuff out in training mode. So, the patch improved him a lot. Okay. A lot, a lot, a lot. Like, have you been doing stand B into quarter circle forward B and, you know, and juggling and, like, launching them and stuff like that? I haven't even been doing combos. I've just um, been looking for setups. Okay, okay. Yeah, he is He is so much better after I feel like he's one of the best characters in the game at finding a sandwich opportunity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I feel like is one of the strongest things in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, what I've been learning that is, a lot. That is crazy good. And his ability to cross up or not might be the best. Or it's if not the best. 
top I mean, top three or five. Like, what are you using for that right now? Uh, the thing, the the seals dash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Or if you ride up close, the just regular dash. Right, right. right. Um, okay. So I just I feel like in any pressure opportunity, or even if you're just like mid range, whatever. You can you can do it, and now you're there, and you get a sandwich opportunity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or or if he's on assist, his bouncing ball is so slow that as the other character, you can get to the other side first, mm. and then call. And now you're sandwiching right. based yeah, on yeah, him yeah. being the assist. Mm-hmm. So I feel like on both point and assist, he's one of the best in the game at creating that kind of opportunity. Yeah. I mean, it's it's there's one of the seals in the air in particular that will go behind them every single time. Yeah. Most of the other ones stay in front on block. So it is a little bit harder to get behind with the seals, like from full screen away. But one of them does get you over there, and you just have to tie your knee at the lowest height possible, and you can get that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, but no, Jubei, I, I, like I said, and then his biggest problem, honestly, like I said, was when I played him, one, he gets zoned out really well, okay? And two, if his assist is dead, he had massive problems. I, I can see him not being a great solo character. <clears throat> right, but that changed in the second patch. Okay. Because before, in the first patch, he couldn't do sh- he just couldn't do anything. Like, he just had no combos. And now he's got some super sick, fun-ass okay. combos, dude. That's cool. So, I haven't yeah, even yeah, 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 so he's really cool, so... Okay. I mean, of course I would play the Geef with the full-screen dash in Sailor Moon. Yeah. <laughs> or the Geef with a Sonic Boom and Air Fireball that does Insane Chip and Lockdown. Well, <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll go with the full-screen dash. Uh, I think we're good. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yep. All right, we are right back, as you can see in the little ad slide that we had right there. That's Marvel Infinite. It's been a year since Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite came out. Mm -hmm. In fact, the first major tournament that had Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was SoCal Regionals 2017. That had the uh, awesome Richard Wynn F-Champ match. Correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. So we just thought it would be nice to talk about the game a little bit after a year. To look back on its anniversary, this is not something that we even do with most games, but I feel like it's it's a particularly unusual case. <laughs> yeah. It's worth I, doing. I mean, I, I just wrote out a tweet because I was seeing some of the cool things that some of the players were doing. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Ninja Nam who like got someone in a death combo and he activated Soulstone and so Soulstone lets you tag in infinitely. Oh, it's right? time. Time Stone. Time Stone, right. So he activated it and then he yeah, he, he did a level switch, three switch, somebody, switch, but switch. he just switched him and killed him. And like I was watching uh, a Winter Soldier get trapped in a box, and then he infinite block stunned the Dormammu on the other side of the screen, and then he finally got hit, and then he went into a full combo, and the guy rage quit on him and Basic. stuff like that. And so like I just tweeted out, I was like, I, I still love this game. It's it's an awesome awesome game. <laughs> I actually started playing it again after Evo for a oh, while. Oh really? Oh okay, I haven't played okay. it the last few, uh, few weeks right, now, but. Nice. Yeah, I got. Uh, I missed it. You know, I, I, missed I, I messed up to Timestone Soulstone because Soulstone used to be green, but now Timestone is green. Oh, that's so right. I was thinking yeah. the green background, but anyways. It's all good. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah, so anyway, it's been a year. And I feel like if you look back on it, it's been obviously a, uh, not what anybody wanted in the scene. Before the game came out, you know, man, I had conversations with friends who were so excited for the game, not just yeah. because the game itself looked like it was going to be fun. But also because of the hoped-for opportunities, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Player sponsorships, commentary, commentary roles, 
uh, more events that they could run. Like a lot of people were excited for it in terms of that because the history of Marvel has been that the scene is so strong. Yep. And and you know beforehand it, before we came out it came out. Obviously, we had all seen the game, and we knew that it didn't look good. Right. But they were still excited for what the scene could do with the game, because thinking, like, look, Marvel 2 doesn't look that great. Who cares? Like, it's, right. like, they expected that it would still work out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it didn't work out at all. game came out and thumbs down. Yeah. Uh, it was an ugly game. Capcom didn't feel like it was supporting it, right? It felt like Marvel was being kind of butts about everything. I mean, you know, looking, looking back... Um, I don't have any inside info about it, but yeah, I have to think that Marvel was a major reason for its problems in terms of the roster selection and in terms of uh, the support that it was given, mm-hmm. lack of support really when it comes to marketing. But look, Capcom screwed up big time. I mean, there's the game is is actively worse in terms of audiovisuals than Marvel 3. Mm-hmm. It is a significant downgrade from a game that came out in 2011. E- even that's tough. Even as something that's not like I mean, just the the, the the music is terrible. Yeah, man. The, the sound effects aren't so great. The graphics are dull and boring and everything yeah. like that. But the gameplay is really the fun. The gameplay is great. It really is. And it's... it's You know, you got to look back at, at in terms of why it is that the game didn't work out. It's not just because of the graphics. It's mm-hmm. I really feel it's not. Right now, BB Tag is gaining a lot of steam. And that game is using assets from 2008. Right. And it's just all pasted together from different games... Waldstein doesn't look like he belongs in a game with many of the other characters. It just it doesn't. But that's fine because of some other reason. I'm not entirely sure what that is. Look, but it's it, it's even though in in the past games that are kind of slapped together end up doing okay, and BB Tag is doing the same right now. Marvel Infinite did not. So there was a lot of negativity towards Capcom at the time because of Street Fighter Five. And honestly, like, I don't want to give social media enough credit, but social media absolutely killed MVCI. Mm. It was what killed it, because when it came out... Like I said, I have friends, super turbo friends, don't play in the fighting game community anymore on my Facebook. And, like, there was, like, some news about MVCI, some bad news about MVCI, and they were like, good. That game deserves to die and whatever like that. But it's like, Why? At what point? Like, what? Where did where did this information come from? Right? You know, it's because everybody was so darn negative on the game, and anyone saying anything positive about it was branded a shill, and so no positivity of the game can come out. Now that the game has been a year old, and there's all these people who are still playing it, and they still love it. Now people believe that people like the game because right, they're still right. playing it, right? Yeah, and yeah. you know, there's a lot of people who are still playing. It, and, the, the, the teams, even the gem usage is way more varied than people thought it was going yeah. to be, right? We we're seeing all sorts of people using all sorts of different gems and everything like that. But um, the game is super fun. People really, really enjoy this game. And it, and it really has remained being the, 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 you know, sick and creative game that it was at the beginning, you know? I, I just, I miss, well, like I said, I went back and started playing it again. But I missed the movement of Marvel. Nothing else is like it. Mm-hmm. There's just no game series that has movement like Marvel does. Mm-hmm. It's totally in its own category, in my right. opinion. So it's not something that I can get from other stuff. I really like BB Tag. It's my favorite game right now. But uh, as much as I think that it does right, the movement is not like Marvel. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah nothing yeah. is uh-huh. like that. So it's... And I want to address something in the chat here. So writing so asks, why didn't they just asset flip the models from UMVC3? If you actually look at the models in MVCI, they are actually 
an improvement over MVC3. They actually have more polygons and they are actually really? more well, like from a stand, from a normal standpoint, they are better models. Okay. It's the lighting and it's just the way the game is presented. It's so drab. If they right. actually put in the cell shading in there and had the cool hit sparks and everything like that, a game would look fantastic. But I'm pretty sure Marvel forced them to do a more cinematic look, make it look as realistic as possible in a video game language that's uh -huh. make everything brown. Like if you actually look at uh, Arthur's head from one game to the other in MVCI, it's like drastically improved. Really? Yeah, it's just, you just, I mean, obviously we have some problems like the faces look horrible. I don't know what the hell's going yeah. on with that, right? But from in terms of like how many polygons and the textures and all that stuff like that, they're actually better in MVCI Weird. than they are in MVC3. It's just lighting, that's how much lighting makes a difference, right? right? That's how much it kind of, you know, sorry, but that's how much it fucked it up, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, again, um, it's not my contention that the game should have succeeded, uh, or that, or maybe that. Um, uh, let me phrase it like this: uh, Other games have had issues with art and had success anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I would argue that Street Fighter Four came out; it was not a good-looking game, and at no right. point did it become a good-looking game. <laughs> that didn't seem to matter a whole lot. And like I said, uh, with BB Tag. It's slapped together, I think in a better package than Marvel Infinite was, but it's nevertheless slapped together from various different games, right. and that's not killing it. Right. So I don't think that, although that's probably part of it, I don't think that that can be looked at as the only reason why it died. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, KOF, some people are saying KOF 14 and SF Cross Tekken both also kind of got hated on because of graphics as well. Certainly right? so, yeah. certainly so. So, it, I mean, look... Uh, that that is an impediment to to succeeding, but having bad graphics doesn't mean that you're dead. Right. There's mm -hmm. plenty of examples mm -hmm. where the opposite is true. Right. So you got to right. look for other additional reasons. Yeah. Not instead of, but in addition to. Right. Bad cast. A lot of people talk about bad the cast. lack of X Men, which is really terrible. Oh, I mean, yeah. it it hurts me, like I said personally, that Wolverine is not in every Marvel game now. Yeah. It's weird because he was in every single game. He hasn't missed a single one of well. them, and now he's not in this one. So. Yeah, but no, absolutely. I, I love what uh, uh, Delgado says in the chat. It's a lack of artistic theme in MVCI. There was definitely a drive to try to make it look more cinematic and stuff like that. And even the music. Someone even put out a great video comparing Captain America's theme from MVCI, from MVC3 to MVCI. And MVC3, it was like, kind of based off of the MSH. And it's just like, it's exciting. Right. And it's like, oh. And then, like, I can't even hum the theme, you know, from MVCI because it's just movie score soundtrack. You know, it's like, what? who knows what it is, you know? And it's, oh, man, there's just, there's so many things that went wrong with they the game. They injusticed it. Yeah, and I really... Yeah, exactly, he had a theme. <laughs> but, you know, uh, look, I'm not saying Capcom's not to blame. I know no, of course of they have yeah, part of the... Uh -huh. part of, yeah, of yeah. course. A lot of people, a lot of parts of it, Capcom... I mean, I'm I'm a little biased. I'm, I just... Because I have history of knowing what Marvel does to things, you know, so I'm going to put a big chunk of the blame on Marvel, but definitely Capcom did a lot of things that shoot themselves in the foot with sure. this game. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, the Battle for the Stones tournament being a gimmick instead of something serious. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, uh -huh. For sure, for sure. It, yeah. it could have, they could have done many, many things better, not just on the dev side, but also in the marketing and in the tournament side. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could have been drastically improved. Right. Um, 
I but I I feel like it's something that people should, if you have not, take another t- take another look at because it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it is a really fun video game. It really is a fun video game, and I, I know it lo- doesn't look great, but if you want to have a good time, I really think Marvel Infinite is one of the best choices. Right, it, really it, it's funny because you know it, the reason why I blame social media a lot too is you could even see it in the chat. Right? We talk about all these different games all the time, and people have comments to say about it, but whenever you talk about MVCI, it gets that much more vitriolic. Yes, it does. People it does. are always like, this game is shit! Like, how can you For even sure. defend this? Right, now. right, yeah, exactly. Like, that's what happens, and that's why I kind of... Because, honestly, there's just this thing now that you're supposed to hate the game, and you're supposed to call it shit no matter what, yeah. without even really trying to give it a chance. You know what I mean? It's really interesting. So, I, I really think it's deserving of another chance. Yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really, really, yeah, the, I mean, sure, the roster is very, very weird, but the game is just so much fun, dude. You know, so yeah, it, look, if, if, you, if you're somebody who plays a fighting game because of its audiovisuals, it's probably not for you. And I, I don't want to cast any aspersions mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you know, everybody plays for their own reasons. If that's why you play it, I get it. You're not playing that. Mm-hmm. If you're playing for certain characters to be in there and they're not in there, okay, I understand. Yeah. But if, if you're the kind of player who plays because a game has sort of fun strategic elements or whatever, you like mm-hmm. because of the game engine, maybe better or, or game options. Right. I really think Marvel Infinite is deserving of another chance. I just talked about no X Men. I just talked about Wolverine not being in the game. But also, you know, people also have to remember from like Boats and Joes brought this up. But MVC two to MVC three when MVC three came out. Holy crap, there was a lot of people who were mad at MVC3. True. But, you know, people can continue to play it, and it became a much better game than I expected. Like, I, I didn't think MVC3 was going to turn out as good as it did, right? Dude, so. there were, I mean, if you recall, there were a couple of years there where I hated the game, and I was public about it. Mm-hmm, I was vocal mm-hmm, about it. Right. I think in the end I was wrong about that. Yeah. I wish that I had not stopped playing the game. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. So, uh... Well, you know, it's it's been a weird year for the game. Um, as we said, uh, I don't think we've ever talked about like a game's year in review before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just it's such a unique case that I just want to say I feel like it is deserving of another chance if you're yeah. into a game for its options and movement. Yeah, and it's not just us too. I saw a couple of articles written about it, or just like people think pieces and stuff like that. A lot of people talking about MVCI like after a year. Yeah. So I just thought it would be worth us yeah, talking man. about too. So, but again, you know, um, look. Obviously, most people uh, don't like the game. I'm not trying to tell you to try it. But if you don't know what you think about the game or if you hate it and never have tried it, you know, if you legit hate the game, that's cool. If you've played it and you're like, this game sucks, yeah. more power to you. But, you know, a lot of good stuff in that game. So, okay. You know. So, for 5-5 matchup, there was a few things that I wanted to talk about, but I don't think we're going to have time for that. Yeah, probably not. We should just get to other so minor topics, to, I guess. Uh, so, let me see. What did we got I about have 20 here? minutes here before yeah. we got to skedaddle. So, what was I talking about? What did I want to talk In terms of about? minor topics or in terms well, of... Well, in terms of the, 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 the... Like, I mean, I know... Did you want to talk about SNK heroines at all or anything I just like think that? it's not that important, to be honest. Okay. Um, yeah, it's the a game that... The plot of it is just gross, I mean, yeah. in my opinion. For sure. So, for sure, the plot's yeah. gross. Um... I don't support it. Yeah. I, I don't hate if other people do support it. Right. I'm not like morally opposed to you supporting it. Um, 
I don't like it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think the topic is super important, yeah. though, to be honest. And then also, I know Bone Chan said that he thinks Sagat is the worst of the three characters that he plays, and that definitely made a lot of the L.I. Joes and Flows out there very happy to see Bone Chan, bon Chan talk about how Sagat's not very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, you know, I obviously he's much, much better at fighting games than I am. But uh, I wonder if that's him still thinking like how Sagat should be rather right, than like yeah, having yeah. fully explored. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. Okay. Well, there's a couple of other things. So I'm just going to move to to game news here, then FGC news. So there's a couple of things that I did want to make sure I had, took the time to talk about. First of all, a uh, very sad story, but really kind of cool yeah. at the same time. Uh, I believe his name is Chris Taylor, who goes by the name of Spooky Wobbler mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, cancer. He, he's, yeah. he has cancer, and uh, I think current like this was his fourth bout with cancer, and he just finally gave up, basically. And he just said, you know what, I'm going to accept my fate. But he is a big Smash player, yeah. and uh, there was a big time. campaign out there. Um, for allowing him to play Smash Ultimate because he basically said, I'm afraid I'm not going to get to play. He was a big Snake player. He really wanted to play Snake and Smash Ultimate. So there was a big campaign out there and sure enough, Nintendo got word of it and they brought a Switch, yeah. you know, the easily stolen Switch and everything right. like that to the hospital so that him and his brother and I think a couple of other guys were able to yeah, play his, it. His brother and buddy... Um, he did. He did pass he away. He passed away. I think it was this morning, right? It was. Was it last night or this morning? Oh, but, I heard about it this morning, but okay. I, exactly when it occurred, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But yeah, he. I think it was at his home, by the way, not at yeah. the hospital. And, and I really, um, honestly, feel like there was part of him that was like, I just need to yeah. to stay alive just so I can get the chance to do this. And I mean, that's. It's such a. It's it's a sad story, but at the same time, it's it's wonderful because, uh, you know, you can see in the pictures that you know he took they took of the event, you know, he's obviously not feeling well. He was very right. gaunt and everything like that, but he just looked like he was having the time of his life in those yeah, majors. It's, and so, you know, that uh, was something super cool of Nintendo yeah. to do. Just fantastic that they did that. Mm-hmm. You know, that to, to make a guy's final times a little bit better <laughs> in that way is just so, uh-huh. that's so nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it was difficult for them to do. You know, it's not it's not some easy process for a company to get internal clearance to mm-hmm, ship out something mm-hmm. that's brand new like that, unreleased. Yeah. Um, so I can't imagine it was easy, but they made it happen fast. I mean, that, yeah. that tweet was only passed around last week or a week and a half ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. quite uh-huh. recently. And, and so in terms of how slow a big company can move, that was pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's um, really commendable. And, yeah. and everybody involved, I think, is... is very impressed. I mean, Very, really happy y'all did that. For sad news like that, it's good that we have that ray of happiness yeah. to come out of that. So I think that was really cool. Oh, it was the E3 demo. That's really cool. Okay, okay. So there you go. Yeah, uh, and shout-outs to, I mean, the Smash community for, for pulling that together. I, I definitely helped retweet that and everything like that. So um, oh, it was yeah, interesting because sure. they also even just had an event this past weekend, the roasting of hugs. Mm-hmm. And I heard that thing went super well and oh, everything good. like that. So, I mean, the Smash community does, uh, we, 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 we complain about them a lot, but they do a lot of great yeah. things at the same time. So, yeah. yeah, they do a lot of one, wonderful things. Well, so. sorry to hear about it for his family. You know, best wishes <laughs> yeah. and condolences. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that his end was uh, made a little mm-hmm. bit easier. Uh, but uh, 
sticking to Smash, another yeah. kind of piece of news out there, was that Armada decided to retire from singles. Still going to play doubles, but he's going to retire from singles, which is really interesting. I, I didn't get a chance to see what the I watched the video. Was. Oh, did you? Okay, I did. okay. Uh, I subscribed to Armada on YouTube. Oh, sweet. Um, okay. <laughs> he just mentioned that he doesn't have the love for the competition of singles anymore. Interesting. Um, it's been coming to him for about a year, he said. He first started to feel that about a year ago. Mm -hmm. Didn't feel like he had the motivation for it. Um, and that it's been a big struggle for him to uh, continue playing in the way that he did. Um, you know, he, he still had success anyway, although maybe not as much as he has occasionally had in the past. But, um, I mean, he still played fantastically throughout much of the year. He said that he just didn't feel motivated for it anymore. Okay. And um, he said he'll probably still play casuals. He, he views doubles as just being a different game. Yeah, oh yeah, it absolutely is. Like he, yeah, he didn't. He said he just feels it's so different that he still enjoys mm -hmm. the strategy mm -hmm. in that, and he still enjoys playing that. Um, but look, he had, I would say, one of the best fighting game careers ever. I mean, he, uh, he's considered the the goat, right? Yeah. He's the greatest of crazy, all time. Crazy Smash strong Melee. play. Crazy strong play. Yeah, yeah. Lost to what was it, seven people in nine years? It was, the numbers was something like that. <laughs> just <laughs> seven different people. Um, that's incredible. That's incredible wild. run, incredible run. You know, uh, difficult to imagine other people doing that in any other right. game. But you know, I mean, obviously there's jokes about it in the chat. But you know, fighting game players retiring is always kind of a. We'll so, see you next week, buddy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? The, the uh -huh. joke is, if that somebody announces their retirement, they're definitely coming mm -hmm, back. Mm -hmm. The only people who retire are the people who fade away slowly because they just lose interest. But mm -hmm. you know, we'll we'll see. Well, see, he he did leave an opening in the video where he was like, "Look, if I feel differently in the future, then I'll come back." Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he didn't think that it was worth it to himself to push himself to do it if he just wasn't right. feeling like he, right. you know, look. I, I mean, mean, if to, he comes back during Ultimate, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. I mean, he said he retired specifically from melee singles, Correct. not from gaming, Correct. right? So he, he's obviously playing doubles. Did you see my tweet in honor of Armada? I don't think so. Okay. I said, I'm never going to have the chance because I don't commentate. Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sense, yeah. But I basically said that, you know. You've told me this in person. Yeah, yeah. I've, wa I've always wanted it so that if I was commentating it and yeah. someone was playing with Armada and they still lost in a doubles tournament with the GOAT, you know, with the greatest player, if you lose in that situation, you really have to ask yourself, what's Armada with you? Wow! What's the motto with you? It makes no sense. It's so good. It's, it's so good. good. Yes, that's okay. a good one. Okay. Anyways, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, that, that, that armada <laughs> sunk off the coast, buddy. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Anyways, uh, let's see. Lots of other just random game news here. <laughs> well, Samurai Showdown got announced. Mm -hmm. I don't think we had a, tr a chance to talk about that yet. That's pretty cool. There's not a ton of info about it yet. The date that it's going to be released is in 2019. I think so. someone said the art, art director is the same, someone who worked on Street Fighter 4, and it kind of looks that way. Yeah, a the bit. kind of inky. Yeah, the look. inky and the ways uh, Haomaru's face looks. Right. You know, right, that's very, right. Yeah, very yeah, Street Fighter 4 look to it. Like Ryu, yeah. I mean, I'm. It's, it's Samurai Showdown, thanks to 2, is kind of in that sub Darkstalkers level right. for me, that it's just. 
Samurai Showdown 2 was so, so beautiful and it was so artistically done and everything. And it's funny because, like, I talk about I hate the fact that Injustice has no good music or whatever like that. But, like, if Samurai Showdown 2, for this new Samurai Showdown comes out and it has, like, happy, crazy music, like, that it would be terrible. Happy, crazy music. It has to be the. For sure. You know, kind of stuff like that. And, like, it needs to be kind of silent and you need to have the hit stun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, crazy hit stop. Yeah. Like uh-huh. seconds long hit stop. And then the block stun has to be completely different with the the, right. the, the, the rebound and everything. Like if they can preserve a lot of that, the, the Samurai Showdown 2 is such a beautiful mood game. For sure. So if they can preserve that, that is... Uh, that is what we need from that game, and I, I fingers crossed. And it looks, and even the violence in it, like it's always been violent. Someone showed yeah. from a previous game where they like chop Nakaru in half, uh-huh. and her blood is like her body's like yeah, bouncing, those like blood spurting. And it looked, it's just like it's gross. Like the original Street, the Samurai Showdown two games, the blood and the violence wasn't like that. It was, no. it was very like, they're frozen, right? Kind of things like that, right? And. Um, they kind of did that with the look like Nakaruru. Like, she, it looks like she's stabbing someone. She, yes. And she looks very upset about it, but then blood sprays on her. But you don't see her And she stab. apologizes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she, like... Oh, my God. Like, that's cool. Like, I, I like yeah. the I like the stylisticness of that rather than just, like, blatantly, let's just... Hey, we have graphics now. Yeah. Let's, like, pull your intestines out. No, I agree. Or, you know, I, stuff me, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I think I like that. So, it looks like it's going the right way so far to me. So... Obviously, not much to say about it. It takes place before Samurai Showdown 2 in terms of the lore with yeah. the years and all that stuff like that. I don't follow the lore enough in Samurai Showdown, so I don't know. So, You know, uh, oh, which arcade was it? Um, one of the Japanese arcades put out a long video of them playing Samurai Showdown. One. One? Yeah. Oh, dang. So was it just Tam 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 No, no, no. Tam, it wasn't. Tam? It was all weird characters. Oh, um, okay, okay. But that game was very kind of one-dimensional very weird game mm-hmm. like when it came out though man people were talking about that game i don't know because like it was such a different time back then to yeah. have something that could actually compete with street fighter 2 yeah. in terms of quality i remember sure. all of our all of my friends were always just like dude you gotta play this new game and i was like whatever and they're like you gotta play this it's so good it's so good and then eventually i caught on and sat my shirt on too but still yeah um it wasn't Acho. It was the other one with a K. You know what I'm talking Mikado? about? Mikado? No. Ugh. Anyway. I tweeted about it even. Bummer. I'm trying to remember. Well, you, apparently you can find it on David's timeline. So go That's to his true. timeline. Go and you can find it over there. I did so. tweet it. Yeah. Um, it was like Earthquake versus Kabuki Man. I don't remember their names. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Kyoshiro. Yeah, that sounds right. Kyoshiro. And there's I, I a Haramaru playing. Koyoma? Is that what it is? No, I'm looking oh. it up. Kyoshiro. I didn't know he was in Samurai Shodan 1. Okay. It just seems so weird. Like, all the characters have these gigantic jumps. Yeah. And uh, see, I hope overheads. they keep stuff like that. You so know? Everybody has an instant overhead, I guess, or those characters. They have uh-huh. these crazy jumps. Their buttons on the ground are really slow, but super damaging. uh So they're uh just, like, hopping around all the time because that's actually, even though they're huge jumps, that takes up less time than throwing out a button. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Super weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So lots of little bits of information here. We've got, like, 15 minutes here. So let's talk about the... Oh, so have you looked into the Street Fighter V dojos yet? I don't know anything about it, but it looks like it's kind of very similar to the guild stuff that they did in Injustice. 
Yeah, there are some similarities to that. Um, you can also you have a dojo that where you can actually kind of customize it to some degree. Uh-huh. You can like put your Twitch name. But on you could it. record. You could recruit people yeah, to you your can dojo, right? Yeah, I think that's I think that's really cool info. Yeah, I'm gonna have to create a, a, a an Ultra Chen dojo then. Yeah, I think we should as, do as that. Well as a Chen Dynasty. Kohatsu is the Kohatsu. name of the arcade. K o u h a t s u. You can search on YouTube for that, and you can find the yeah. old Samurai Shodan video. Yeah, so it's actually, oh, that's right, they had the karaoke tournament this last weekend. Justin actually said he may fly me out next year for Wong Nation, Jay Chenzo, and he said I would win for free. Are you the best? At well, RPS? At RP, well, no, it Wait, was the karaoke tournament. Oh, I thought you were talking about Rock No, 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 there was a karaoke, the Daigo had his, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harada was there singing, dude, it was actually cool, so. Yeah, dude, all the all the big streamers were playing Tekken this past week. I gotta wonder if Bandai Namco just hit them all up and was like, play Tekken. Because uh, a bunch of them were playing it, a bunch of guys were playing it. And the best part was I went into one of their streams to go watch it. The guy was getting really salty, turned off his camera, and was just like getting mad. And I was like, this is entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) See why people like watching me play. (laughs) Uh, Okay, there's some other news. Um, Android 17 is coming out. That's right. For Dragon Ball Fighters. Look. I haven't seen anything about it yet. I have. There's info about. How does he look? Uh, He looks more interesting than most to me. Okay. Look, my critique about the game is basically that everybody plays the same. Mm-hmm. Um, even characters who you look at them and you think, oh, this guy will play differently. Actually, he's just the same. Um, <laughs> he looks like he might have significant differences. He has like a kind of Black Panther style off the wall oh, option. Uh, Rekka options that can be really varied. So his movement might actually be unique. Okay. Um, and if that's the case, then I'll be really happy because I feel like that's... It's rare that you see variety in terms of movement in that game. Hey, Tetsuya, thanks for that. Woo! Dang. Woo! Yeah, so I'm excited for that, in that, mm-hmm. in that sense. Okay, okay cool, cool. I, I mean, like I said, I haven't paid attention to the I mean, I don't, I don't, recently. So. I don't dislike... It's not that I think DBFC is a bad game. Right. For uh-huh. sure. I think, it's, I think it's a good game, right, I, to be proactive about it. Um, obviously beautiful, and the gameplay is good. It's just, to me... Not doesn't have the variety that I look for. I mean, it reminds me of like in season mm-hmm. five, SF5 season one, when that was my complaint about right, the game yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Too many characters played too much the same. They released a bunch of other characters, so I don't feel that way anymore. Mm-hmm. But I do feel that way about it in Dragon Ball. I wish that that would change. Yeah. But they, you know, it doesn't well, seem like two, that's changed we'll for most. Season but two. this guy, 17, seems like he could be really different. I mean, I, I love, someone asked me that exact question, what do you feel about Dragon Ball Fighters? Yeah. And I said, I don't think it's for me, personally. Yeah. But I love what, like, there's a lot of players out there who are super passionate. It's like the, their favorite fighting game they've ever played, you right. know? And uh, it's just fine. I want it to become a staple. If it can become oh, Dragon yeah. Ball Fighters. You know, ten years from now, when Dragon Ball Fighters Three is coming out and everyone gets super hype, you know, right. like that'd be awesome. Definitely Let's agree with you. Let's do that. So. Uh, yeah, it would be horrible to go back to the old days of other Dragon Ball games that are just kind of butts. <laughs> uh, look, I, I don't, I don't feel that comparing Dragon Ball Fighters to Marvel Infinite is necessary. Right. I think they're different games. Same with BB Tag. My own preferences are that I think that I would rank those games probably BB Tag, MVCI, DBFZ. Okay. But that's. I don't think that they're the same kind of game. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same sub subgenre of fighting games. They're all versus Team. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're they're very 
Dragon Ball Fighters is very different. Mm-hmm. Different mm-hmm. enough that mm-hmm. you don't. I don't feel right. there's any need to compare. Well, uh, they also announced that Street Fighter V CPT is going to be taking place at the eSports Arena in Luxor in Las Vegas this year. So Capcom Cup will be taking place there. Not at the Sony PlayStation Experience anymore. It's going to be taking place at the eSports Arena uh, this year. So, I mean, it's easy for us. We all live so close to Vegas or whatever like that. Yeah. But I know, I wonder if... Uh, I, I've seen some dissenting opinions on that and okay. stuff like that. And I've been to the venue before. I don't know if it's going to be... Big enough. Right. Honestly. I've never been there, but I've heard many yeah, people. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to be that. big enough, but we'll see. You know, you think back to the first season when it was also at. Wait, no. Second season? When it was at Esports Arena? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first uh-huh. day of it yeah, was at Esports yeah, yeah. Arena? Uh-huh. And it just felt like it was weird. It was yeah. like uh-huh. small or whatever. Right. Um, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. There was also IPS Grand IPS Finals one, right? were yep. also announced. That's going to be in Chicago on November 13th. That'll be cool. What do you think of about this Street Fighter League, this Japan League three v three that was announced uh, at Tokyo Game Show? I think it's I think it's cool. I mean, I, I like team tournaments. Okay. I think that could be fun. I'm not a huge fan of the format where there are three players who are licensed and three players who are unlicensed on each team. But you know, I just think the licenses are dumb. Right. So. I mean, they actually announced what was it? Uh, which one was the one that joined Jespa? There was uh, one. Another game that joined it, I forgot which one it is. Oh, I don't think I heard about that. Um, I, do I have it here? I don't have it listed here, but I saw another game was joining them. It was it was uh, the Arc Revo World Tour. That's what it was. The Arc Revo World Tour. So they're going to start trying to do licenses for their players, it sounds like, too, for the, ah, for the Arxis okay. games as well. Well, that's, I mean, to the extent that that system exists, right. which I don't like, uh, granting that, fine, cool. Okay. I'm glad. Because, you know. Arxis games definitely should be among the games that are prioritized. Okay. Couple if that of needs to exist. Other things that I really want to mention before we leave here. Uh, obviously, a bunch of new costumes came out. The Darkstalkers costumes came out. I still think Monat Felicia is a waste. I think Ed Dimitri is a waste. I'm really not happy with those tie ins. Because I just, Felicia doing drills in the air, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it makes any sense to me. Hmm. I would have rather if they made her uh, BB Hood. Because at least BB Hood kind of prances a little bit, and instead of having a ball, it should have been a basket. She should just hit you with the basket all day. I think that would have worked a little bit better. Sure. And then Dimitri, 100% should have been uh, either Bison or, like, Ryu. Just make him Ryu, because he throws fireballs already, right? Okay. throws fireballs and does uppercuts. But the costumes are really well done. The models are super nicely done. The mech Zangief that they're coming out with looks really nice. I really like that one, yeah. Yeah, too bad no one will play it. Um, Correct. A couple of community things that I really want people to be aware of. NKI has made a new combo video. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. NKI has made a new Super Turbo combo video. Is NKI Volume 12. He's been making combo videos forever and ever and ever, and he has a new one that came out that is so sick. Like, and he he always does a really good job. It's like very bare bones editing. It's one of the one of the like very classic combo video bare bones editing, but still synced to music and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Like, so definitely watch it when you have a chance to listen to the uh, listen to it. So don't watch it in silence. Don't watch it because it'll ah, okay, do we'll it do. some. In, uh, it'll do it some injustice. So also. Um, Born Free is still doing interviews. He released one recently with, um, what do you call it, uh, Tom Cannon. And he right. talks about his. Wasn't that a while ago? 
was it a while ago? Because I see everyone talk about it. Because he talked about like the the, the birth of the the, the 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 nickname the Beast and stuff like oh, that. Okay. Yeah, which again, no surprise, came from tragic. So yeah, you know, because yeah. he said something about the Beast being Beast being unleashed. Uh-huh. They've unleashed the Beast, and that's kind of where it came from. So, and of course, Street Fighter Five coming to Japan arcades. Oh yeah, uh, I think that would have been big news a couple of years ago. Um, from what I've heard, people in Japan are not bullish about the future of arcades there. Oh, yeah? Um, okay. But I think that <laughs> I actually don't like it for the rest of the world's Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to definitely hurt us a lot in that factor, but yeah. I think it's cool. Because Japanese arcades are going to, you know, just mill out new, <laughs> good new players. But it is definitely going to... Uh, you know, build up a lot of that scene. And I think that's exciting for them because, you know, they are trying to do a lot to build up the esports scene. You guys got guys like Momochi and Daigo really trying to promote that you can play games and and do stuff in Japan. And I think having it in the arcades and allowing kids to have a chance to play the game or people who don't have consoles to play the game and get good at it. I like the idea of that. So, yeah, I'm actually really happy. I just, I I hope that that. it won't be like an SF4 where the cabs were a billion dollars and very few people got them outside of Japan. Oh, well, I mean, but the U.S. doesn't need them, right? Why does the the U.S. care at this point? Just put up a TV and console and you're done, right? Well, I kind of, that's how, in Japan's the same way, right? Right, but the thing about it is, I feel like it's just not, it's just you have to go out of your way to go one of those sessions, right? And then, uh, like in Japan, it's just so natural for them to go to arcades. You know what I mean? So, but um, we'll see. Couple of other things. Fighting Vipers is coming out on the PlayStation Four. Like re, re being re released on there as part of product Project Judge, and uh, Blaze Blue Central Fiction Special Edition is being released on the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Let's do more the Nintendo Switch games. Yes, let's do more Nintendo Switch games. Uh, Pokin is receiving a balance patch. Oh dang! I didn't on hear about September this. September twenty sixth tomorrow. Oh, I gotta look it up. Yeah, they're actually doing a balance patch, so I think that's actually cool. So. Um, Inferno, I guess, was leaked as a character that can be unlocked in Soul Calibur VI as a, like a mimic character. Okay. So um, I don't uh, mimic. I guess that means that they can play anybody. I, I, is that the Mokojin right. of, of, know, of Soul Calibur? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I've read articles about how good Fighting Vipers Two is. Okay. That, that's really played. fun. It was like their crazy version of. It was like their Darkstalkers to. Street Fighter as Fighting Vipers is the Virtua Fighter. Like, the Virtua Fighter was very technical and all, like, very realistic. And then Fighting Vipers is, like, bouncing people off of walls and people are jumping all over. So, yeah, I've actually heard it was really, really good. So, hmm. um, Oh, yeah, the Soul Calibur 6 beta this weekend. Oh, I'll definitely ooh, be playing okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Definitely be playing it. Uh, Nintendo Switch online service has started. You need that $20 for the year. Family plans out there, but you need that to play Smash Ultimate online. So a lot of people are mad because they don't feel like they're getting anything out of it, but if that's money to help make sure that they can maintain their servers and have better quality servers, 
I mean, I think that's the thing that a lot of people are missing is that the online might be a lot stronger if they have a dedicated service to that. That's why PlayStation eventually went from being free to having to pay money because it was just costing them too much to maintain those servers. So I'm sure the same thing's going to happen when Smash Ultimate came out. If Smash Ultimate came out and no one was paying money for their servers, I bet you the whole thing would just like explode and fry like instantaneously and probably not work for like six months. You know what I mean? So with giving money to Nintendo might actually make it so that's a little better. Yeah. And then my last question to you... Definitely is less than PS. What do you want on the PlayStation Classic? I never owned a PlayStation. Really? Yeah, I never owned a PlayStation. Okay. I didn't get a PlayStation at all until the end of PS2. So, right. whatever. Okay. I want Final Fantasy Tactics, because I've never played that before, and I've been told I should play it. So if it comes out on that, I will 100% stream that game. So yeah, go- GoldenEye I would support. <laughs> people making that joke. I've yeah. seen other people make that joke. Yeah. Look, I just... I'm sorry I didn't have every console. Nah. I mean, we had... We had, uh, <laughs> like, every Nintendo console. We had the Virtual Boy. You You had a Virtual Boy? We still have it. Dang! I've never played one of those. You gotta bring it over one of these days. I've gotta play okay. the Virtual Boy. I can do that. I have to play the Virtual Boy. But I never had a PlayStation until the end of PS2. Mm, so I don't know much about the games there. Okay. But uh, guys, sorry to do the rush towards the end. Net, net following weeks, we probably won't have as many results to go through, so we'll yeah. be able to take our time a little bit more. Yeah. But Capcom Connect is starting right now. Yeah. So we are going to go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> Believe me, I was wearing glasses before that, all right? <laughs> I'm wearing glasses because of video games. I, well, I used to wear glasses because yeah, of video games. You got games. surgery. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I've been wearing them since I was six, so it's not that. Yeah. But Capcom Alrighty. is starting right now. So we Thanks for the sub. Wesley. Again, yeah, the gift. this is September. If you guys set your stuff to renew automatically, the next month will only be $1. So that would be very, very much appreciated. But Twitch.tv... Uh, slash Capcom Fighters. I'll do a host right now. Do as it. Said, but, you know, Bird like me. I said, next week, hopefully we won't have to rush through the end here. We'll yeah. be able to take our time and everything like that. We're going to work out this format. Don't worry. We'll get it going for you guys. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next week. North Carolina barbecue is overrated. Agreed. Southern biscuits are overrated. No, 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 not, not really. Southern biscuits are not pretty really. dang good. <laughs> not really. <laughs> pretty dang good. Yeah.